Podcasting 2.0 for April 9th, 2022, episode 81. We've got nodes of joy. <laughs> yeah, I've got a report from the front lines, you see. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcasting 2.0. This is the official board meeting of Podcasting 2.0, where we discuss the podcast standards. We talk about uh, everything happening at podcastindex.social and, of course, a report from the front lines of the value for value. I'm Adam Curry here in the heart of the Texas Hill Country and in Alabama, the Pope of Polars, my friend on the other end. Ladies and gentlemen, please say hello to Mr. Dave Jones. The Polar Pope. Like <laughs> yes. Yeah, you are the, the, the Pope of Polars. I feel like a real podcaster for the first time in my really? whole life, right, right this very minute. Okay, let's uh, let's ex- let's explore this feeling. It's a, it's really simple, not complicated at all. Um, I put on pants like thirty minutes before <laughs> the show started. Now you, I mean, you'll you'll get used to just not even doing that. I mean, obviously, I'm not wearing my pants because you know I'm a veteran veteran podcaster. That's right. okay. You're a newbie, though. I'm glad you have that feeling. <laughs> I really struggled with it. I was like, do I want to do this with in my in my pajamas, or do I want to actually put on pants? And, and the pants won out. I was like, you know, I, I want to feel like a professional, so I went ahead and put on my pants. We're live. Uh, we're we're live streaming, and uh, I think it's it's still Curiocaster, the one that that uh, has all the signaling. Anyone else implement that yet? Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's a problem too. We need more. I mean, like this live needs to be in. Everything, everything, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, we're just getting started, so people need to see the beauty of it. And of course, the helipad is live if you want to boost while we're doing this. And we are one day late for our regular uh, board meeting, which is something I don't like doing at all. Uh, people tend to schedule their lives around podcasts, which, uh, this, yeah. This is the first week that since we've been doing this show that I've really wish that we had that, that it was like twice a week because there was so much stuff i mean i've just got a pile of things here and i felt like a lot of reading like a lot of uh specs and protocols and and all this and proposals and it was just so much going on this week and then your es- your escapades around you know around the world yeah like it, yeah <laughs> how much how how deep are we al- okay <clears throat> How far are, am I allowed to ask you about your vacation? Oh, with, as, uh, as much as you want. Yeah, open for business, of course. I mean, I don't, I don't want to pre, you know, preempt the uh, no agenda show tomorrow, so I didn't want to get too deep. Yeah, uh, but uh, please, please <laughs> okay. ask me. Ask me. I care. <laughs> I'm no, ready number, to tell tales. <laughs> number one, on a on a scale of one to ten. Overall, the let's see, one being a going to the dentist, and ten being like the greatest uh, vacation you've ever had. What was what would rate this? Uh, it's it didn't qualify as a vacation. I'm I'm more <laughs> okay. tired now than before I left. <laughs> I think that was my first comment to you yeah. when I got on the phone. It's like, hey, do you need a vacation now? Yes, I do. I'll just I'll explain briefly what, what happened. We were supposed to go to Aruba. This was, uh, you know, we wanted to go to an island. Uh, we wanted it to be, you know, not too far away. Uh, we just wanted to be at a resort, just chill out, just be served drinks on the beach. That's basically all we care about. And um, we, we 
booked everything well in advance. And, you know, Tina had, she likes to plan all the, okay, we're going to do the dinner on the beach and we're going to do this and the tequila, not tequila tasting, it was rum or whatever. And we'll have, you know, go to this restaurant and she has all her outfits planned. And, you know, because we do it once a year, we, we do a big trip because I have to do best of shows and it's, you know, we can, we travel, we can travel frequently, but, you know, then I'm always working. I'm always taking the rig with me. I'm always prepping, et cetera. Oh, there's the dog. And this is. time you didn't do any of that. You didn't rig it or anything. No, no. I mean, I, well, I still had two best of shows that I had to upload, you know, got to, got to do the RSS feed, got to hit the pod mm-hmm. ping, got to do the tweeting. So, but that's, that's okay. You know, that's like a half hour's worth of work, uh, two times during the vacation. Uh, but it's just, it's more that I don't have to be paying attention to everything. The world will still be there when I get back. It's, you know, so I, but I don't have to yeah. be looking at what's going on. Um, so we had a, uh, we, now we knew that the airports could be busy knowing that from our no agenda producers, you never want to book something in the last week of the month because of the shortage of pilots. When they run out of their 100 hours a month, that's when flights get canceled. And yeah. we and we saw massive problems, especially at Austin uh, uh, Bergstrom. You know, people were abandoning their rental cars. This was a couple of days before we were supposed to leave, and we were going to leave from San Antonio. It's a nice, nice airport. Ominous sign, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and it was American Airlines. Uh, so we are uh, just about to get in the car at three a.m. And by the way, so Thursday I did no agenda. Then you and I did uh, the board meeting. I slept for a couple hours, and boom. We're in the car. Just getting into the car, flight canceled. We've rebooked you for tomorrow. So we're already like, holy crap. Okay. And, and there's, there's no other routing. There's nothing else to do. And, the, and we were supposed to go from Miami to Miami, Miami to Aruba. And they rebooked us for the next day on uh, uh, f- uh, Saturday um, through North Carolina. Okay. Okay. So – you know, and but you know, of course, I'm up until like six, you know, talking to, to airlines and trying to figure everything out. So I'm a little tired, but then we get up the next day. I mean, we're getting up at uh, at two, get in the car at three, three fifteen, boom, flight canceled. Uh, the flight from North Carolina to Aruba. But don't worry, we'll fly to North Carolina. You stay two nights, and then you can still get to Aruba. And we look at each other like, no, 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 this is not <laughs> going to happen. And and this is a disappointment. So we go we go back. You know, now we just were like, fuck it, let's just sleep for a little bit. And so, well, what can we do? We just wanted to, just wanted a beach. Let's just go to Florida. Very difficult to find anything that was even affordable, strangely enough. And so we wind up uh, at a Marriott place in Fort Lauderdale. I know it's, it, it's, it sounds exactly as what it was. It was. So hang, hang out right there for a second, though. When you say hard to find anything even, even affordable, is that because, like, I mean, that's all lack of staff and inflation. And is, yes, is that what, it's okay. well, the the prices is inflation. If you want a like a room that you want to stay in for a few days, uh-huh. minimum eight hundred dollars a night at any kind oh. of reasonably quality hotel. Now, you want to go upscale? You want to go four seasons? Two and a half thousand dollars a night. That's not a suite. A night? Yep. Um, was. But 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 that wasn't even the problem. So the and and I'll tell you, we were in the Ritz Carlton, which is owned by Marriott. It's it's yeah. It used to be a really big name. It's okay. The staff that was there was phenomenal. They actually saved anything for us. But 
I mean, the the rooms weren't. I mean, they had no staff. They, the, the nothing was clean. The the pool area was not. And nothing was. It was just dirty. There's cigarette butts everywhere. Takes forever to get anybody to even bring you and even ask if you want a drink. I mean, it's just, it was it was the longest four days ever. It was. We just like. And 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 by the way, we so in order to get there, we had to go to Austin, stay at the airport Hilton Hotel to be in line at four a.m. for the two and a half hours to get through security because they don't have any. Uh, there's not enough TSA agents. They need a hundred extra agents in Austin. They can't get people to work. So this is the collapse of the system. It is upon us. Yeah, th- this is. Um this is what I think this is what I said to you the other day. Lesson learned. Do not take a vacation during the, uh, during the downfall of civilization. <laughs> yes. And, and I didn't, I, I actually thought, and I, I joked about it. I said, well, I, let's go now because I think shit's going to start falling apart pretty soon. And it came before I even expected it. And yeah. everyone's talking about it. Everybody, you know, like, yeah, people just don't want to work. Um, and I understand because, you know, what wound up what wound up happening is so we're we're kind of like this is sucks and Tina you know scheduled a full day of massage and everything and I said she said why don't you uh, why don't you call uh, why don't you call Max and Stacy see if uh, you can still get on that panel at the, yeah, at the at Bitcoin the, at, yeah Bitcoin twenty twenty two which you know they had asked me but I had declined because we we're on vacation I was we were I was supposed to go anyway but I yeah. just needed the break so. Yeah, you already have. So we already had tickets. Like, yeah, we, we had did. bought tickets last yep. year, yep. and I couldn't, I couldn't go because it's uh, it's right in the heart of the crunch time of tax season. Right. And then you, um, and then you ended up having a conflict with your vacation. So we ended up, we had the tickets, but we couldn't go. Yeah. So you felt you were like able to fall back and had you already had a ticket. Yes. Um. And so, um, Max and Stacy were like, "Oh, this is great. We'd love to. Okay, fantastic. We'll take care of you. We'll get you over there." Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so the panel was Bitcoin is fu money, uh, and yeah, it was I saw that. Yeah. and it was this uh, this I guess uh, boxer uh, who's from Cameroon, but I think he boxes in uh, um, in Vegas. He's a big attract. He's very famous there uh, in, yeah, in that buzz. world. His his arm was bigger than my head. It was insane. Uh, Francis, very nice guy. But he was on crutches, so you could probably take him. If you <laughs> easily, had to. easily. Uh, now, funny enough, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports, uh, he was supposed to be on the panel, and then me. And right before we started, uh, Portnoy just said, no, I don't feel like it. And he just, he just, he said, no, I'm not going to do it, which was really odd. Oh, so he was there. He just he, didn't oh, yeah, do it. Yeah, he, he's just like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. Now, Well, they're, big in, they're a big pod, podcast publisher. Um, yeah, but I think he sold Barstool Sports. I'm not quite sure. I don't, I don't know exactly oh, his okay. story. Um, but he, I, look, I don't know. I don't know why he why he didn't yeah. want to show it. So yeah, you know, there's a there's a YouTube video of that. People can uh, can see that. But but more important to me, and that was really the reason to go, is uh, Roy from Breeze uh, was in town, and uh, and I love just sitting down with Roy and hanging out with him and and getting the an alternative view to uh, the world of lightning and Bitcoin to what I think we typically hear in, uh, you know, like the venture funded land. Yeah. Roy is the, like, he's like the, uh, the PhD of Bitcoin. Like just, and, and, I, so and I would, and I would say lightning. I mean, really light lightning is so his wheelhouse. 
and he just knows what yeah. all the players, what everybody's doing. Uh, and um, but also there were, and I knew that uh, uh, Oscar Mary would be there, so I also wanted to uh, connect with Oscar so we could chat about comments and boostograms, etc. Uh, so, but getting at the conference, and this is the this is what I really want everyone to know. I would just walk through just from one, I, I couldn't walk. People kept stopping me and saying, "Hey, man, podcasting 2.0. Which was, on one hand, was really great. On the other hand, I wish they were talking more about value for value. Um, You know, but just, I'm just identifying what it was. It was, it was so crazy. And and I think the reason why people were stopping me is because I saw you on Rogan, right? I saw you on Rogan. Yeah, you almost orange-pilled him. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, so then I'm, I'm hanging out with Roy and uh, and he's introducing all kinds of interesting people, uh, like the Blockstream people, and uh, and and other uh, you know the guy from uh, Bitcoin Beach, uh, and and some other people, and 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 Roy will be talking about podcasting 2.0, and these people didn't even know that I was involved. Oh, let's see, which is, is exactly from, which is what I want. You know, this you, is different from last year because last year when no, nobody knew what podcasting 2.0 last year okay here's the difference last year we stood in line for two hours in the blazing heat this year they gave me a pass and a whale bracelet no nice (laughs) oh which is pretty much it's pretty much a a, we might as well just put a target on my head it's like Mm -hmm. hey kidnap me or shoot me or do whatever you know or hate me we need key man insurance on you because we're good yeah Executive kidnapping insurance. Right. Hate me. I just, I said, don't you have one that says pleb? I would much, much more prefer that. <laughs> Ring of fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let me, let me um, uh, first talk about uh, Oscar. And, yeah. uh, and I've forgotten. Okay. His, but his... let me, let me, let me ask you one thing real quick. Yeah. Oscar. Is he tall or short? He's um, about in between you and I. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's standard size. He, he's standard issue. Yes. Okay. I got it. Right. And I, I forget his, um, his business partner's name. I feel like an idiot now. Uh, oh, nice guy. Um, is and, it Nick? Nick? I don't want to say. Well, just to set All the, right. set the stage here. So, um, actually, let me go back for a second. So, and, and I'll talk about what, because Roy and I had lunch and we had, uh, learned a lot and there's a lot of cool shit to discuss. And okay. then we went back and I said, Roy, why don't you just come with me and go to the, and stay in the green room. And so you can sit there, there's, there's drinks, it's, you know, there's good, there's a great TV. You know, you don't have to sit in the audience to sit back here and watch it all. It's cool. It's like, fantastic. And this was, and you know, they had a, a proper green room. It was a very, very big venue. It was incredible to see all the technology they had for video of every single stage it, it was this thing is big and well done and um so we do the we do the panel and it's a uh, you know, 25 minutes and i get off the stage and there's roy i say what do you think man he said well i saw only the first five minutes because then jack Mahler's security detail came in and said everybody has to leave the green room you can't be what? here when jack is here mm-hmm. whoa and what? and what i lost my sh- i lost my shit I said, who the fuck? I mean, even in, like, especially in entertainment show business world, this is not done. The green room is a safe space for all. I was just like, oh my God. 
What is that guy all about? It's like, you know, Joe Rogan has security. You don't see his guys, you know? It's like I have dinner with Joe. His guy is there, but he's in the back somewhere. You don't see him, and it's just some, you know, it's it's none of this clearing it out. Or it's like, what the fuck? Mm, that's a little weird. I that's, very disappointing. Very disappointing. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, uh, you know, we we were a little we were a little worried about that last year with all you know he he's you know with the Lambo and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, like it's a li- there's a little bit of something going on there that I don't understand. The only other thing I could I could think that it is because he comes from an incredibly powerful, wealthy. Uh, uh, commodities trading family like Chicago uh-huh. Board of Exchange, and you know that's he, he his um, his involvement uh, and the people and the companies backing a strike are not by accident. So it's possible yeah. that this is you know there are lots of lots of very wealthy families who uh, act like this and have security details that do this stuff because I know them. So it's possible that it's not him making that decision. He just doesn't have a choice. It's like, this is the way it's going to be. Right. But I will also okay. say all of the children of those families that I know that act like that turn out to be dickheads. <laughs> so so he does need to be careful. Does okay. need to be careful. Um, anyway, so then we, went, then we went to the, like the VIP. Oh, man, I wish I'd, I'd recorded this. There was a VIP lounge where, you know, speakers lounge. And it was sponsored mm-hmm. by some trading platform that does nfts and blah 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 uh, and then the ceo comes up to me oh my god y- you would have laughed your ass off at this like so, hey, what do you guys do i said no podcasting 2.0 oh, oh yeah i'm uh you know uh uh norm pattis from uh, westwood one's my best guy podcast my best friend podcast I, I do a lot of stuff with podcasters so uh so what are you doing? So oh, we do streaming uh, payments and Bitcoin and podcasting 2.0. Yeah, who's making a lot of money with that? Who did anyone making any money? I said, yeah, me. I just fucking I just threw it out there like this guy. <laughs> oh yeah, well you know podcasting. I said you know. <clears throat> I said, well, what do you do then? What do you do? So well, first of all, I invented it, and it was. It, it, <laughs> I mean, I got, it, it it doesn't translate. You have to be there. I just this guy right. was such the epitome of uh, like a venture capital a hole. Ah, <laughs> oh. and, oh. and you're at that point. You're lo- you're looking at the watch and saying, uh, "Could have been in Aruba right now." I'm uh, I'm looking at Roy. Roy's eyes are like, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> so then, subsequently, everywhere Roy and I went, he said, "Oh, let me hold on to the door for you because you're a celebrity." Oh, you're let's celebrity. go. To, let's go to lunch. But do you need an Uber XL because you know you're a celebrity? <laughs> nice. No, so we had a good time. Nice. But then, uh, so I said to Oscar and. Um, and his partner said, come, come on up here. And we sat down and we chatted. Great chat. Um, uh, you know, Oscar thought, thought through all this. And, so uh, did, uh, did Roy and Oscar get to, get to chat? And absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, cool. we were all, we were all cool. chatting together. No, it was good. It was really good. Um, and, of course, uh, there's going to be a crossover there mm-hmm. uh, because Fountain needs uh, a different, as everybody does, we, we need uh, non-custodial wallet solutions. So that yeah. we don't have to deal with, uh, I mean, the way, you know, the way Roy explains it to me, really, anyone having an app in the store that has something like, you know, the systems that we have is kind of a fluke. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, you, unless, you, you, unless you have a money you, transmitter license or some shit like that. So you sent me, uh, you sent me an article that he wrote. Is that public now? I mean, is that? Yes. <laughs> Okay. So and so that I mean that pretty much outlines what their plans are. Well, so exactly. So there's and also um, 
uh, Voltage also has a similar type uh, initiative and product. So, okay. but I'd like to explain it from from the uh, from the Breeze perspective, uh, and the the link to the article is uh, in the show notes. And uh, what was it called? Uh, a new Breeze multiple apps remote odes nodes optimal optimal UX. <sighs> He's got to let me write the titles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the basically. Uh, Breeze has always been a an LSP, a lightning service provider with the Breeze app as an example of what you can do with a uh, a company that manages liquidity, manages channels, manages the swaps from on-chain to off-chain, uh, really a transactional system. So not a hodling type system, but something you can use continuously. And when you think about it, for for value for value, Breeze is a very interesting uh, onboarding experience because you get the app you can buy right in the app from moon now mm-hmm. yeah, your results may vary but you can buy it from moon and uh, it pops right into your wallet as uh, as lightning and and good to go so the, the onboarding is is really nice now um there's all kinds of issues with having a full node on your mobile device and there's lots of things that just don't work and also it makes your phone hot drains your battery and Roy's the first one to make jokes about this. So he's teamed up with Blockstream, um, who do the Sea Lightning implementation. And what, well, very well funded. I have no like, idea. I mean, they have lots. No, they have lots of money. I think they have something like I saw some sort of investment thing that they had uh, a few months ago, and it was like three hundred million dollars or something like wow. that. Wow, lots of money. Yeah. Huh. Holy crap. Yeah, um, yeah, they got they got big money. So now um, Roy has teamed with them, and I'm just going to kind of give it in a nutshell because the details you can go really far down the hole. But the idea is you do have a cloud based node, um, which will be able to receive any type of payment, including a key send, even mm-hmm. if your mobile client where you have your keys is not. In fact, they've all even devised a way where two offline uh, mobile devices could do a transaction offline. I mean, it's 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 really quite incredible. The point being that you can have all the functionality of uh, a Lightning service provider with all of these uh, uh, security and responsibility of having a self-hosted or uh, non-custodial wallet. Right. So they're hosting the. They're hosting the infrastructure, but it's not custodial because you you own the keys. Correct, and there's and there's other things in the receiving uh, with HTLCs and nodes in the or channels in the middle that makes you know the receiving side just as secure. I can't really explain it, but bottom line, what breeze so the breeze app that we see today has always been an example of what you can do, but Roy's real business is he wants to provide an API for basically. The Gmail of wallets, uh, without uh, without the you know the the lock in the the spying etc. But it should be right. as easy as saying, "I want a wallet." There's your wallet, um, and then you know, you're good to go. Basically, everything else is taken care of. Uh, from what I understand, it will cost you nothing. Of course, just like Breeze, the app now, you know you you pay in fees like the way it should be, mm-hmm. uh, the way services are supposed to work. Um, 
and you know so this will be uh you know we can spin this up uh for almost anything interesting that is very, <laughs> that's a really that's a really cool idea yeah now now is this all based on <clears throat> this is based on is this based on watchtowers or is this the well it's called greenlight um which is a yeah. product that um um the blockstream has and it's I think yes, there's some Watchtower stuff in there, but yeah, uh, I can't answer the question. I really can't. Yeah. Um, it, 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 you know, we need to get Roy on to explain it when he's when he's ready to explain it. What's what's there? Uh, did they have a timeline yet, or is it just uh, still- well? When when he first told us about it, because we have known that you know this was coming. Uh, he said six months, so I'd say six months. <laughs> I'd say, <laughs> okay. I'd say we're still six months out. Uh, now, Voltage, uh, who we currently use for our uh, for our index node, and I have other nodes there, and lots of people are using I it. I do too. Yeah. Um, so they are also going now. Voltage looks like a, from what I'm seeing there, um, will also be a Lightning service provider, but seems more like on industrial scale. Just from the the release, I mean, holy crap, the amount of stuff that that the that will be done with voltage. Let me see. What was I? So did you get to meet, uh, did you get to meet up with Graham at all? No, no, I did because I re- <laughs> I really wanted to be in and then go out. And I thought Tina yeah. would have her day of massage and then by the pool. And of course it was thunder and lightning, uh, in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> so right. yeah, she was in the room, you know, which is like, uh, I gotta go. I gotta go back. I gotta go be with my girl. Cause she, she was doing, filter videos on uh on instagram and that's you, you got to go save the woman once that's happening <laughs> you fit, you hit the, oh my god something's wrong guys i gotta go <laughs> she said <laughs> sorry she sent me this this compilage of her with you know big lips and and exaggerated uh eyelashes i'm like oh my god my wife is in trouble i have to i, I actually said to roy i gotta go man i gotta go <laughs> I get this intervention. Something terrible's happening. Uh, so, so I'm really excited about that because that fixes so many problems for uh, for apps and for podcasters. I mean, imagine uh, just hey, uh, podcasterwallet.com. You you ready to go? Just uh, hit the button and we spin one up for you. You know, here's yeah. different versions. You know, here's a and all of the the as as I said, all of this channel balancing, all of that shit is going to go away. Unless you really want to do it, that's fine. Well, see that that well, that's the sign of a good. That's the sign of a technology that's that's the the thing you want. So it is a thing where you can you can aggregate it into an industrial type product and say, okay, here's we're going to provide this as a service to um you know to many people in a sort of semi hosted way or semi custodial way. It's not. I don't want to use that word. It's not semi custodial. It's it's non custodial, but it's. It's it's custodial infrastructure uh, without custodial ownership. Yeah, uh, yes, obviously, um, it, just like uh, my umbral node, which uh, decided to shit the bed while I was in Florida. You know, I, I wasn't able to access it, so I lost three days of uh, of payments and boosts on this particular node. Uh, that can happen in any cloud infrastructure too, although it's more likely it'll Straight get up. fixed. Yeah, it'll get yeah. fixed. So that's kind of the beauty the beauty of it, and it's not just. If something is up or down, it's the liquidity and the management of it. That's that's yeah. what we argue about most. You know, the most the well, biggest that, problem is oh my channel, this and that, and the tour and whatever. Blah. Well, I've been hearing, you know, I've been helping. I helped uh, 
three people in Mastodon DMs this week uh-huh. with, with Umbral, mm-hmm. uh, liquidity channels, all of these things. I mean, it's sort of like a constant background noise of of the podcasting two point project, just trying to make yeah. sure all this stuff gets managed properly. And the uh, and the promise, I think this is the breeze promise, which I like a lot. Is at any moment, if you want, you could take your whole kit and caboodle and migrate it right over to your own home setup. See, that's killer. Yeah, that's killer. Because yeah. if, if you know, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. If this is the sign of a technology that meets all your criteria because you can run it at scale and make it super easy. Mm-hmm. But then if you want to, but if you want to bail out and do it yourself all at an umbral on a Raspberry Pi in your home, you can do that too. Like yep. you want, you, you have to have both because if you're, you know, a, a podcaster in, you know, some part of the world that's going to be, have eyes on you all the time, you probably want to run that thing at, you know, yourself. Yeah. But, it, you know, cause you, but, but if you, if you're in a more open culture, then you can run it and have it easier. I don't know. I, li- I like this. I like the wood, the direction this is all going. I, I feel really, really bullish about it. And there were a lot of lightning announcements, you know, all kinds of magic things oh. will happen. You know, you'll pay for your burger with lightning and uh, lots. of. Now, what was interesting was this announcement from Lightning Labs, who, yeah. who I think signed a... Uh, 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 slavery contract <laughs> oh no yeah well they it was a 70 million dollar uh series b and they raised this money and the money is uh intended for them to uh bring this uh taro product to the market and taro i forget what the acronym stands for um will enable the lightning network to use stable coins while settling in bitcoin uh, Taro is it's, it's got something to do with Taproot. Yeah, I got it here. It's in the something. it's in the show notes too. Yeah. Um, Taro is they're calling it Taro Stablecoin Protocol. Yes, the Taproot Asset Representation Overlay. It's NFTs on Lightning, is what it is. Yes, thank you. Well, yeah, it's funny because when I said to Roy, "Isn't this just about NFTs?" He said, "No, no, no, not necessarily." But you know. It's, we don't know exactly what stablecoin is intended or that they intend to use. And I just did what I always do. And I just go look at uh, who, where's this money coming from? And I just yeah, wanted to share that. For, I wanted to share that for a moment. So this is from uh, the, uh, the um, Valor Equity Partners was the lead on this, uh, on this round. Uh, now, again, uh, they have a very they have a big portfolio of all kind they do food you know like food technology all kinds of stuff I'm against <laughs> but yeah i just want to read the um the bio of constantine sab who is the managing director and chief technology officer which i i think would be a uh, i think that's a, a a major player wouldn't you agree i agree yes uh, until November 2018, Costa held number leadership positions at the Central Intelligence Agency, including Ooh. Chief Strategy Officer, Member of CIA's Corporate Board, Acting Assistant Director, Center Chief of Operations, and other Senior Executive and Operations positions, Black Ops. Prior to joining the CIA in early 2001, hello 9-11, 
Costa was a consultant and entrepreneur in the management consulting and technology space. This is a major spook. This is not. This is not a small spook. This is a major spook. Did 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 you say they they use the chief strategy officer for the CIA? Chief strategy officer, member of the CIA's corporate board, InQtel, acting assistant director, (laughs) acting assistant director of CIA, and center chief of operations. Dang! Now, now you you have I people need to understand this that you have. Uh, you have standing in this area to do yes. uh, intelligence uh, intelligence analysis. My entire my entire family, family yeah, yeah, my entire family is either CIA or military. Yeah, so you you can spot you anytime <laughs> there's spot the spook, you win. <laughs> Hold on a second, yeah. I, I should have I should have had this one ready. Uh, I guess most people have heard this one before. Or spot the spook? Here it is. A spot the spook. Spot the spook. Everybody wants to spot the spook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you win. I mean, it, when when it comes to spot the spook, you you always win. So you have standing in this area. But, you know, so is is the Lightning Network, is it now, you know, it's the CIA now embedding with their stable coin? Duh. This is my question. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it could all just be coincidence. I I love my family too, you know. It's like I I have no hate. I I have no hate for CIA. It's just you know, it's like something that that the press might want to pick up on. The other investor is Bailey Gifford. Yeah, Uh, they have a pretty interesting uh, arsenal here as well. Yeah, this is this this is a big this is big money, and I I don't know I I don't know what to think about Mm. it, but. I hope it doesn't take them off the ball and be and to where they just like, you know. Well, I do. I hope that I don't. I don't really know. I don't know that I care that much because if you have a if you have an open implementation, I mean, the Lightning Protocol now exists, and uh, you got well, Lightning. And what I think, what I think LDK, we're seeing, ha- so, what I think yeah. we're seeing happening is Lightning Labs is probably honing their development more towards uh, finance. Uh, uh, users and um yeah i mean obviously mm-hmm. just big finance maybe maybe the nfts i don't know according to roy the spec he says the spec is genius so the way it was written and and the, and so he's he doesn't hate it uh roy mm-hmm. doesn't but roy said roy worries about liquidity you know so where what is the liquidity of the lightning network going to be is that just going to be stable coins uh, you know no one really right. knows how this will roll out and i don't think it's we're anywhere near this rolling out at all but when you get 70 million dollars and it's intended to bring this to market you're going to be focused on that that's just it you have to yeah whereas to. whereas the sea lightning seems like they're more interested in uh what we're doing and uh, in in and use I would cases. add LDK to that too. I would add the the block thing. Yeah, I so I not many people talking to me about uh, about block and their and their LDK. I I don't know much about that. It's available though, so it's not it's not. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is it's not just LND now. I mean, there are other yeah. Oh yeah, no, there's other implementations. That, yeah, yeah, right, right. So I mean, it, it was overall just incredibly. Um. Exciting to hear that this is all coming, uh, and you know we knew it. It's just I think it's happening very fast, so that's fantastic, yeah. and it's going to really open up a lot of. I mean, my head is spinning with ideas 
that what we I can bet. do with with you know really with our scriptable broadcast money. I mean, there's just so many cool things we can start to do now, and I mean, I I, I would like. Ugh, I mean, I can go. I can come up with ideas forever. I don't even want to do it right now. Well, um, let's talk about some podcasting stuff. Well, let me tell you about uh, the conversation with Oscar. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's Sorry. the pod. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that would be the podcasting stuff. Uh, yes. from of this uh, of this visit of this flavor of this. <laughs> yes. Um, so. What uh, what Oscar uh, proposed, and what I think is fantastic, he said, okay, we're going to change comments uh, to boosts, and uh, we'll, if we can get a visibility flag in the value block, in the value tag, which would by default be uh, no or off, then I think we've pretty much solved the issue. Okay. Um, now he wants to keep the, the boostograms, uh, threaded for now the way they are. Uh, but he recognizes that this is not a, you know, this is not a way forward because there's no feedback to, uh, you know, helipad doesn't understand when something comes in, et cetera. So, you know, that, that's stuff that, you know, maybe we'll just shake out as we start to implement real comments. I don't know. I mean, I there's in general, I I love the idea of doing much much more with boostograms and making it two way, etc. I think the most important thing is just to uh, a not call it lightning comments. So I think we all agree that that's not a good idea, and right. to actually not call it comments at all, but boostograms. And uh, in in this particular implementation in Fountain, they uh, they you can surface them, but okay. that does need to be. And he agrees that that's podcaster preference. Um, so I don't know how we go back and, and fix that tag. If everyone agrees, if that's a, if there's a better way of doing it, but that, that's kind of what we discussed. No, I think it's, I don't think it's a hard fix. No, it's, it's not, it's, it's more of a, I mean, it's, it's an evolution. It's not a, we, we can just, cause anytime you introduce a new attribute, that's not a big deal because you just default it to the way it was without the attribute mm-hmm. and then you're done. You know, yeah. you say, okay, the default is no. And if the attribute doesn't exist, we assume no. And then right. you just increment. The oh, yeah. There you go. Is, there yeah. you go. Okay. That, of course. Duh. <laughs> it's, it's not a problem. Yeah. It's yeah. not a problem at all. We can do it. We can definitely, we can do that in phase five. Yeah. Uh, I need to make a note of that really. So that, um, yeah, I mean, and it was, it was great. It was, it was nice to meet him in person. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, we, we both agreed that we, everyone had gotten a little heated and a little, Everyone had gotten over their skis in one way, including me. So it was, it was, it was a really beautiful moment because it was something that rarely happens, as you explained or expressed in the previous episode. Typically, these things, you know, people get pissed off. There's a fork, you know, shit fails. There's, yeah. you know, there's yeah. uh, families fall apart, divorces, all kinds of things happen, and then uh, and it, it it got resolved. It's beautiful, and I think, and I think on a. I think this is because of the actual speech part of what we're doing, because everybody was able to talk. We we were able to talk about it on on the uh, on this podcast. You know, just the, the open dialogue, no one being in charge of who can say what. I think made this work. Be being a having that as having open free uh, free speech uh, idea as just one of your core principles in a project means that people have to suck it up and you have to say, okay, 
if if you can't if one of your core principles is you don't silence other people's you know speech well then when people say things you don't like you, you just got to put your big boy pants right, on and handle right. it so the, yeah. uh it's finalizing the uh, uh the the bitcoin 2022 uh, mm-hmm. i think i made i think i did a pretty damn good of promoting uh what we're doing uh on stage uh yes you did that was good yeah that was good and <laughs> i and i and i will say that i promoted Bree specifically because uh, i wanted to see uh, what the response would be. And Roy said that definitely there were more downloads, but I also, of course, at newpodcastapps.com mm. um, and podcasterwallet.com as well. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I've, I've also, I, I, I wouldn't say that I've seen a, an increase in, oh, in no, it was, activity, yeah. but it was, yeah, it's about normal. <laughs> um, and I, I'm curious if anyone else saw any uh, any activity, but most important, the message I have is the value for value part of 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 the namespace and and you know kind of what falls under podcasting 2.0 which is a project you know podping is a part of that the the namespace which we'll talk about in a second no matter what it is and you may not be big into into uh, bitcoin or value for value just keep your eyes open because it is bringing people in mm. i mean this is what i saw people like oh shit oh yeah podcast 2.0 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've all heard about it, and it's and it, it is onboarding people. So if that's a hook to get people to enjoy other things, you know that's worth considering. Well, I mean, listening to Podland the other day, and um, James and I had actually written this down. James made a comment. He was talking about YouTube, but he said anything. He, quote anything that has the capability of growing the medium is a good thing, and I think unquote and i think this absolutely qualifies as growing the medium you know and the, when you bring in when you bring in new uh new people especially people in a in a sense that are willing to support the podcasters that they listen to mm-hmm. well that's even better i mean like you know these are i don't want to i don't say paying customers but i mean people i would rather describe it as people who are willing to to put their money up to support the people that they listen to so that those things yeah. don't go away. Now, I too listen to Podland and I'm thinking of breaking up with Podland because they no. yeah, they scoff <laughs> they scoff at me. Scoff at me when I say I that I just disagree with the discoverability and instead of getting a counter argument I get yeah, uh, no, I disagree with that too. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to write. I'm, I'm, I've got a blog post in the work. You all that stuff that I ripped out of the last blog post when yeah. I sent it You're to gonna you. Put I'm, back that's going to be another one. blog post. Because yeah. <laughs> I sent I sent that article to you, and you were like, and it was literally like five thousand words. It was like mm-hmm. a Glenn Greenwald article. Yeah, and you were like, that was exactly what I didn't want to say it to you, but I was like, now nah, you got to right. change the title, shorten it up. <laughs> I can handle it. That's why I sent it. That's why I sent it. And you were, you were, and so I, I ripped all of that stuff out. That's going to be the next. Article. And and the only and the and what I think people are missing um, is I just disagree with letting a uh, a company like Alphabet or YouTube, Google uh, own your audience. You know, I just dis- I fundamentally disagree, and I know the problem yeah. from experience is all of a sudden your audience starts to congeal somewhere, and you have no control over it. It could be. You know, on uh, on Twitter, it can be on Facebook, it can be on YouTube, it can be anywhere, but you don't really control it. And, you know, that's, it always ends sad. <laughs> well, everybody got, re- 
I mean, everybody has been pissed off in some shape, form, or fashion again at Spotify over the last three to five years since they got into this. And in for one thing or another, wait until YouTube. And I'm talking about people in the independent open podcasting ecosystem. Wait till YouTube really decides to get into this game and you will see what real Google doesn't play. If they decide, if they put the eye of Sauron on your industry, they can crush it if they want to. Here's the problem I have with all this. And this does come from listening to Podland. I hear the industry is doing great. Everything is up. Everyone's revenue is increasing 40, 50 percent. It's fantastic. This is going so well. YouTube's going to get into this. There's a billion dollar industry. How is it that every single one of these companies is losing money? Yeah, ACAS lost like $30 million or something like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Why? They're losing money. losing money. And, yeah. and, and of course, the answer is, well, they're investing in podcasting. How, how do you need, if there's a billion dollars in the marketplace, a billion dollars, and you have the, the big podcasters, how, how come you're not attracting that money? Is it really a billion dollars? Where, where's that going to? Is it split with radio ads somehow and it's being attributed a little? I don't know, but this feels wrong. And if you have a mature, a very mature marketplace of content, and you, you, what do you need to invest in? Then you're, you're pricing it wrong if, if you are paying more to your podcast that you're acquiring than you can make off of them. What is this? How long do you have to wait before the network effect kicks in? And and I just come back to what I've said since I tried it myself. You cannot monetize the network. And now we see, you know, these groups within Spotify that they're going to go on strike. You know, and it's all because they're going to be fun to watch. It's because they're pissed off because oh, we didn't get the ads. You know, we got the wrong ads. You forced us to read this. We don't get any promotion. The CEO hates us. I've been through this. It does not work. At least I haven't seen it work. I couldn't make it work. Well, Cotton Gin in the chat says, well, and then they abandoned it. Talking, speaking about yes. you know, Google yes. and their propensity yes. to abandon yeah. things. But I, my, my point is that the, pro, the, the danger of YouTube getting into podcasting is not that they abandon it. The danger of YouTube getting into podcasting is that they laser focus on it. And at that point, it could, re, it, it could really... They already have such yeah. a dominant position in media. They really could, if they wanted to, damage, do major damage to the open podcasting ecosystem. They could suck out so many creators into exclusive deals, even at a loss. Yeah, but at a huge, way more than Spotify can have. So there it is. This is why they will give up on it if they ever really implement it. This. The, it would have to be an ego play for them for Good. them to really do it because they will not make money. This YouTube yeah. makes money on cat videos and and children <laughs> children videos, you know, play unboxing. And, and unboxing. It's it's not a Crowder and uh, you know and the big podcast. It's just not. That's not important for them. It's all. It's the hundreds of millions of daily views of dumb shit that's where they make their money they're not then yeah. and you know they're not going to pay for podcasts i just i do not believe it 
I mean, maybe they'll say, oh, we'll get... And the advertisers don't want to advertise on this shit. Well, That's the point. It's not brand safe. But they have... There, there is one ego play that could come into effect. And that is that YouTube also has a competitor to Spotify, YouTube Music. Mm-hmm. And if they wanted to just... If they wanted to take Spotify's level of pain and just turn it up two or three notches, they could try to do this in an ego play where they say, okay, they're already overextended and hurting from their podcasting investments. Let's just crank that up another couple of notches and see how long they last on as a company. I mean, that that's a possibility. And then YouTube music is a viable alternative at this point. We're going in. Okay. Again, that would be only to crush them, which happens in in, uh, in Silicon Valley. There's a reason why no one has been able to really do podcasting successfully because it's 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 not possible <laughs> it, it, with the advertising model. It's just not. I mean, I, people will disagree with me, and I'll just keep saying the same thing over and over again. Podcasts, the creative part of them, are just not advertisable. This is why. The industry focuses on, you know, uh, these well-funded content companies that create, you know, brand-safe content that is known in advance and has big budget behind it, so you can pre-sell it and do a uh, what do they call that uh, in the advertising? I've forgotten the, you know, the preview. Oh crap! It has a name. A sh- no, 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 no. It's when <laughs> when you show the new programming to all. Come on, chat room. Oh yeah, the yeah, when you had upfront, yeah. the upfront, up the upfront, front, up yeah. Front, yeah. When you do the upfront and all this, and the upfront is not like the, you like if you went say, oh, this is the upfront, this is the show, and it's podcasting two point and uh, just it's great. Just trust us, buy in now. So, well, what's the content going to be? Yeah, and then uh, you you have a demo, and they say, okay, was it going to be like this every week? And they may go back and listen to it. Well, you, Adam says fuck a lot, and we don't want to advertise on that. I mean, so it's it's the antithesis really of of what podcasting is. I know because I've done it. it the, the advertising is the problem, and I and I just don't understand where the one billion dollars is going if everybody's losing money, including yes, hosting yeah. companies. Some, some, yeah, yeah. And then and then this was the funniest thing. Uh, Spotify uh, has. Uh, a suspended service to uh, Russian customers. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you go. There's your there's your free and open podcast ecosystem. If you've uh, if you've built up an audience uh, of people listening on uh, on Spotify, it's Russia today. Well, who says it isn't Alabama tomorrow? Hey, Alabama's been shitty. Turn them off. Well, I mean, as if all as if all read this is this goes back. If you've never read the book there's an old book from the revisionist historians based so post world war 1 the the intel is when sort of the intelligence post world war 1 into world war 2 is when the intelligence i uh, organization idea really came into its own and part of one of one of the one of the discussion points was all the all the propaganda that had happened during World War One, um, how it had been countered by the press, right? And so the you know the there was this group, and collectively known as the revisionists, the revisionist historians. And that's I think that's where that term originates, where they looked back post World War One. They looked back at it and said, you know, a lot of this stuff that we all of this 
uh, a lot of this propaganda, this is all bullshit. <laughs> like this, this, this idea that, uh, and, and so there's this book by Albert J. Nock, who was one of the revisionists. And you got guys like, uh, oh, who's the guy from the Snopes trial? Um, the Snopes monkey trial, that, that reporter, there were, there was a, oh, quite I a few of these this. and they're, they're famous now. Um, uh, I'll, I'll remember it in a minute, but there were quite a few of these guys that were revisionist historians and they, and they spent the next few years after the war debunking, literally just debunking every, all the propaganda that had happened. And well, there's a book by Albert J. Nock called the myth of a guilty nation. It's about Germany and describing how the West had taken, uh, Germany and vilified the entire nation as a block. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, that's what happens in all war. That's, that's what, ha- that's the way war operates on the propaganda side is you, you vilify the entire nation. Sure. Every man, sure. woman, and child is an evil, you know, is, is evil and must be destroyed. And so that's, that's the, that's what you're, one of the things that you're protecting against when you decentralize and, uh, in the, the ways that we've been talking about is you have to protect yourself as a citizen from the things that your government may do yes. ostensibly in your name in order to get you canceled when you had nothing to do with it, exactly. you know? And so like, I mean, if, if the U, if the U S goes and invades Iraq and some, you know, uh, country in Europe decides that that is evil and wants to can you know, wants to cancel their, uh, my account with their business. Mm-hmm. Well then, that's a problem. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't choose. To, I didn't invade Iraq. And My I think I think in today's day and age of um, of there really being no borders online, uh, yeah, a lot. Most people are in a in a frenzy right now, and Putin equals Russia, and f Russia, and yeah. etc. But you know, we all know people, and you know, so now the people are are communicating. Of course, that was the first thing that had to get shut off from both sides. I might point out. Russia cutting off social networks, the social networks cutting off Russia. This is not a sustainable situation. But but besides that, if the, if they can do it to an entire country, and this is not new, as you point out, they can do it to any country or any state or any individual, as long mm-hmm. as there's enough political will, literally political will, not law, just political will. So that should scare everybody. And it's not, yeah, that, only, and so Spotify doesn't care, obviously. But I heard Todd saying that Libsyn you know, has Russian podcasters who can't pay for their service because Mastercard Visa doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. To which yeah. I said, "How about Bitcoin?" But I didn't hear back. <laughs> I didn't hear back. You know, that, but but are you then a traitor? Be- are you a traitor to Ukraine and America if you help your customers pay for their service or maybe defer it until things calm down? Because in today's political lexicon, you are, you actually are carrying water for Putin. That that's, that's going to be the, uh, the subtitle of my autobiography. Carrying uh, water hear, for Putin. No, 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 no. Uh, Dave, Dave Jones. I didn't hear back. That's, that's, yeah. uh, HL, HL Minkin is the guy I was trying to think. Oh, of. right, right, right. Of course. Yeah, yeah, we know yeah. him. So, well, I mean, uh, wait, you got some. Yeah, I was, I was going to launch us into hopefully what you want to talk about as well, which is uh, which stemmed from your um, from your blog post, uh, some conversations we had, uh, and I think an overall desire in general 
to rebrand uh, part of what we're doing under Podcasting 2.0, specifically the namespace, and to rebrand it to something like the Podcast Standard, Podcast Standards, and in fact, probably a good idea to create the Podcast Standards Working Group so that now that we have a standard and it's implemented, we can go out and start evangelizing it as something that everybody understands and I would say specifically hosting companies will understand when customers start asking for the podcast standard. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's really, that's really what this is. And this all, you know, a lot of this comes from a conversation that we had really sort of a brainstorming uh, conversation we had with Kevin from over at Buzzsprout. Um, he, you know, he called us and said, Hey, I've, I've got some ideas, just brain, you know, strategizing, brainstorming, thinking about this stuff. And, the podcast we've known for a long time and the podcasting 2.0, what does it even mean? I mean, we're like, you know, it's, it's a, it's an interesting, uh, term phrase to use. And I think, I think it's, it helps, uh, to think about, okay, this is the next sort of the next iteration of what podcasting can be, but, but really then, then what, like then there's no, there's no sort of like follow up there. What do you, I, I, I don't quite understand. Well, what I'm saying is when you say podcasting 2.0. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I, I thought yeah, you meant the I, – yeah. I, I heard you wrong. Okay, got it. Yes, con- exactly. Yeah, it's a concept. It's a concept, not a white paper. And what you really need for some concrete implementation – and I think this is a lot of the confusion that happens when – like when Todd says, uh, you know, we need, we need a website that explains this stuff. It, I understand the – I understand the desire, the desire there, because you, it is something that is hard to explain in general. And so the, the idea that, that we were talking about is, well, let's just call it, instead of calling it the podcast namespace or the podcasting two point or podcasting 2.0, the podcasting 2.0 project is creating the podcasting standards. And that really should be the main thrust of what we're doing is pod. This is the podcast standard. Yes. And you, you, and that, what that means is or the podcast, the podcast standards body, or I don't want to call it a body, whatever. I like the working pod, group. Working group. Yeah. Okay. The podcasting standards are the end result. That's the thing that you, that's, that's our deliverable. If we want to use a sleazy VC phrase is is these are the, these are a set of standards, and those standards are encompass the namespace, uh, the uh, things like pod ping and adjacent technologies, and one that we may hopefully we'll get to talk about today, like JPT, which is a new Alex proposal, um, and then also a set of other things like uh, block lists or for thing I mean, how to handle how to handle feeds properly things like uh, uh bringing de- together rscs that may have been forgotten about and uh discussing whether or not they should be formalized into uh, a more current iteration things like paged feeds or, and stuff like that uh, these are all things that get constantly talked about within podcasting 2.0 and podcasting 2.0 doesn't necessarily represent a good way to to term these things right and and so if a podcast host or app is 
going forward with podcasting 2.0 features, what they would be doing is they would be trying to adhere to the podcasting standards. Um, Correct. And that's the, what we figured out is, is a good way to describe it. So you could have, you can imagine at a podcasting conference, you could have, you know, a booth that said, you know, with a, with a decal on it, this, this or, a, or a graphic that says we're podcast, we, we are podcasting standards compliant. Um, and so you've got, you've got hosting companies out there like, uh, uh like ACAST that, um, constantly recommit themselves uh, publicly with uh, language saying that they are RSS friendly and committed and yeah, yeah. committed to the open podcast ecosystem, these kinds of things. Well, this would give them a way to prove it to say, Oh, okay, well we're committed to the open podcasting ecosystem. And the way that we're showing that we are actually doing that is by, um, is by, adhering to the podcasting standards. Now, something about this that I want to mention, because it's about you. You have done something incredibly important for podcasting. Um, so just a little quick genesis. This project started, uh, there were two, two concepts. One was take back the index, create the API so developers can easily spin something up and not deal with, uh, with some other party messing around with either the entries or with the API itself, uh, see Apple, and uh, the value-for-value value streaming concept. Those were the two initial things. What came out of that, because, of course, the namespace was created for the value block, we integrated right away with uh, transcripts, uh, which was already existing, uh, and, and some other things. But what you did with the path that you led everyone down, what for 10 years, and this is not a slam, it's just a, a fact, for 10 years, there were discussions and Slack groups and, and organizations and boards and, and more groups and, and, and all kinds of, we need more features for podcasting. And it never happened. No one wrote, as far as I know, a lick of code, no implementation, just lots and lots of hot air. And you stewarded the namespace. And it's, it's inherent to you because you have a way, I know that you have experience, but also we followed like the rules for standards makers, you know, you did your homework on how we would do this. And so what we now can present is that work. It is, so no longer do we need to necessarily have big conversations about, because we have almost all the features people wanted and there will be more. They're in an organized manner. There's a place where it makes sense. It's technically correct. We have great documentation. um, And we, in fact, have people who can make up a working group, which can be anyone as far as I'm concerned, um, and, and can shepherd this into the marketplace because we have proven it with implementation. And that's you, Dave Jones. You did that. And, and I, and I know a lot of people worked on it, but you shepherded that. So here's, well, the, here's your little star on your forehead. <laughs> on the forehead. Wow. That's yeah. old. <laughs> and, um, and I thank you because you, you did an incredible service to the podcast. I, I hate the term industry to podcasting. Well, so let me, let me, let me describe, let me describe what, what it looks like currently. Thank you. Thank you, by the way. Well, let me describe, um, you embarrassed me with compliments, but let me, describe what I'm, what it currently looks like. And 
on sort of the quote unquote working group side of things. Because I think we already have what we need. Yeah. What we have is um, we have two maintainers of the podcast namespace repository, which is where all the documentation and discussion happens. We have myself and James Cridland. That was that was intentional because uh, to put James uh, as a maintainer, he can merge things. He can he can do anything that needs to happen. Because it keeps it from being just a pod, just a podcasting 2.0 thing, or when I say podcast 2.0, I'm a podcast index. I mean, yeah, it keeps it from being just podcast index. Um, also, James and I disagree frequently enough to where I know that I can depend on him to push back, which is important. You need pushback. Um, he also comes from a different side of things, like uh, he's very deep into the advertising part of things. Uh, but he's also, um, he also looks at, he's also a technology and technology, you know, futurist, if you want to call it. So I feel like he's a good steward of that along with me. Now, I don't think that we'll ever add another person because, um, it is really important. And this is, this is the critical thing to go back to what you were saying about stewarding things. The most important thing that we've done within podcasting 2.0 to make sure that these things actually happen instead of just being talked about is just doing it. Mm -hmm. Don't talk about it endlessly. Just do the thing. And the more people you add, it becomes, it becomes standard by committee and it just bogs down and nothing ever gets done. So at the end of the day, somebody has to make a decision and that decision comes it ultimately if necessary 90% of the time is not necessary right but if necessary that decision comes down to me and James and i think that is how that is all we need we have a million voices giving ideas and proposals lots and lots of smart people that have tons of awesome ideas and you can see it in the verify tag the podcast verify tag that's been um, talked about alberto uh, from rss.com submitted it. Right, right. I saw that. After it was talked about ad podcast movement amongst a group of people with Sam and, and, and James and everybody, they came together with this sort of core idea of what, what it could look like, submitted the proposal. Um, there's been some back and forth. The conversation has slowed down now. That means we, that's a signal when it slows down that there's a sort of lull where decisions can begin to be made. And uh, now, now it's sort of okay what do what does what do i think what does james think and we'll kick it back to 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 the community if necessary and so this this process works very well and i think that that can be that whole thing can be the standard the podcast standards working group quote unquote and and i would like to recommend that uh which you already i guess set up is that a discussion about the podcast standard should happen in the discuss portion of the GitHub. Yeah. And I need some help with that because I've never used that, but a lot of people have recommended it enough and consistently enough to where it seems like it's probably a good idea. Now, here's so, what I recommend yeah. we not do. I do not recommend we set up uh, another 
discussion group or Mastodon or or email list or whatever. No. This is way down the road. We don't need that anymore for the standards. This is Agree. adding, refining, tweaking, you know, this is with real technical details and code. I don't think we need the the broad discussion about, well, you know, and, and at all po- times, I would just like to recommend that uh, that people police each other from not saying, well, you know, Apple will never do it. <laughs> because that's just a recipe for failure. By yeah. thinking that way, because we, you know, what we're seeing is other apps that matter are doing it. And we even yeah. saw um, uh, Marco say that he, uh, when he's ready, and I'm sure it'll take a bit because he just had that huge uh, uh, refresh uh, or UI redo, maybe. Um, he, he plans on integrating chapters, you know, so watch stuff mm-hmm. go when, when, uh, when Marco does that and, uh, and we see, you know, the, we've still got podcast attic and, and, and pocket cast. And there's lots of apps that make a difference that, uh, that'll, that'll be coming on board with the standard. It's, it's, it's inevitable at this point, but really, yeah. you know, we need to step away from this old trauma of, Spotify and uh, and Apple won't do it then it doesn't matter and 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 that always fits into why I say that the size of your audience I know people scoff at me when I say it but the size of your audience just isn't as important you know it's the community you build around it uh, so I don't know this kind of been something I've been thinking about and is that po- the podcast apps of how critical the apps are and i mean we've of course we've said this from the beginning but i was listening to uh the feed that the show lipson's sort of commentary on themselves in podcasting and they were uh, rob walsh in there said he was looking back i think he was pissed off because um the lady that accepted the some award for serial had said that uh before Serial podcasting, you know, was basically nothing, and, and serial. <laughs> uh, so he's like, oh, the he mighty always really, fall. Yeah, okay, <laughs> he got super, he got super mad about that, and then, um, and what he and and he painted a picture that I really had never, I'd never thought about, but he's, I think he's, uh, I think he's right, is that it wasn't serial that reinvigorated podcasting or launched it to sort of the next level, it was the fact that iOS 8 put the Apple Podcast app on the home screen by default. Ooh, interesting. Yes, and so, huh. I yeah, when, when that happened, everybody said, and he, I'm using his words here, I think, is, oh, what's this interesting purple icon on the screen? And you tap it in his podcast and there's a search, there's a directory search right there. And then two months later, serial hit and became sort of a viral thing. And everybody already had the app there ready to go. I I agree. Serial had had existed before that. It wouldn't, you had to tee it up in order for the serial to even be on the tee. And this is exactly the way podcasting has grown in these spurts. And, um, there's one other element why Serial just blew everything out of the water is at this point, everybody had, had been uh, trained to binge watch Netflix. Uh, 
and yeah. and Hulu, and we were binge watching. Um, what's the uh, uh, Breaking Bad? You know, so everyone binge watch Breaking Bad, House of Cards, and there was this incredible like ah, people just staying up all weekend doing coke, watching Netflix <laughs> and pizza, and, and there were memes about it. And then all of yeah. a sudden, there was this really compelling show that made you wait a whole week before you could get the next one. And of course, the the true crime uh, format is. I, I would say by far the most popular format in podcasting. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And it brought and, and with, in women. Yeah, and it brought in women. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now contrast that with the numbers that we receive: that forty percent of women listen to a podcast on a website in a player on the website. That that is vi- that is totally uh, valid valid total validation of of the thing that you have, you have said that for months and months that, that women have a propensity to listen to podcasts on websites mm-hmm. instead of in apps. Yep. You called that way long ago and it's a hundred, it, it's, it's so odd. It's just not anything I would ever think to do. Wh- which to but me, which, which to me means, you know, should I just be, I mean, maybe, maybe I should. Okay. So when I, when I say, Oh, hey, there's a new, Here's how I think the flow goes. I uh, post a tweet to the show notes page. Uh, it's up. And there's a player in there. And so there's obviously a large portion of, of my audience in certain shows that is going to listen to that on the web page, which is the shitty ass, sorry, the fantastically beautiful, I love the Freedom Controller, but of course I don't have any <laughs> CSS or anything. I just have a shitty ass uh, outline page. But that's how, that's my choice. That's how I publish stuff. It, it doesn't matter to me. Um, and it's, it's just like, oh, it's simple. I can see it click. So, so they are listening on that page. Maybe I need a version of uh, Podverse, Podfriend, CurioCaster, maybe even Castapod, or um, uh, 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 cast coverage that uh, is a, a a page, a beautiful page that immediately starts playing that episode, but teases that it's an app. Teases, uh, okay. you know, so it's, yeah. you shouldn't have a full listing and too much shit all in one go. It should be one page and it should be like, oh, what's this? Oh, I can find more podcasts here. Oh, mm-hmm. I can subscribe to this. And, so and you have you you link out to CurioCaster maybe let's just use them as an example. Actually, I want to use po- I want to use Podverse as an example. Podverse, okay. You link to Podverse as an example uh, during the live stream. They're streaming live, and then they're in the thing in or, the or, page. Or, it says install the app. No, I'm thinking when I tweet out the so people listening live is a whole different discussion that's and i have a lot of experience with that and that's gonna, that's a very small group but very very useful for specific cases i'm talking about my new oh, episode okay. is up uh, there's a there's a, a large part of the portion gotcha. of the audience which does not see a notification on an app because they're not using one typically maybe i don't know so they see a tweet or they see a uh, a toot or something and oh uh, okay let me go take a look and mm-hmm. uh, um and they go to that page and they can start listening. And it's not just the Adam's ugly page. It's the Podverse web player. And the Podverse web player, it's a simplified version for that episode. And, mm. and then through the UI or UX or whatever, it's teasing like, hey, you know, click here to uh, get the app. Always get notified and we'll automatically subscribe you. I'm just making shit up. Or explore what else you can do. 
you know, this is an, an incredible opportunity. It is also the same audience that listens to Serial, you know, yeah. a, a, a large overlap, I would say. So there's something we can do where you can either keep people in the web app and show them the joy of the web app. And then maybe if they want the, uh, if they want, and I, I don't even know if they're listening to uh, web players, you know, just a, a regular web player on the phone or on the desktop. I'm not quite sure, but there's just an opportunity to grab them and show them the joys of, uh, of a pod of a full podcast app experience. But it needs like to be it. something that I can use to promote instead of just a link to a uh, to a, a show notes page. It it should just be something that spits out for me from whatever app, and I can just say, "Oh, boom! It's a widget. You know, just let me use this." Mm-hmm. Or I just click a button. How about that? I just click a button, and it does it all for me with my Twitter account and my Mastodon account. Yeah, great opportunity. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. That's. I mean, I think that's probably. Um... That should probably be some sort of. That's another. That's another way we could go put into the standard. Another thing we put in the standards, like here's, you know, here's a. There you go. Like suggestions on on workflows and things like that. Not from necessarily a podcaster standpoint, but just like here, if you're trying to accomplish this thing, uh, to satisfy this particular audience expectation, then here would be a way to utilize these these technologies and this these tags. In order to satisfy this objective, there you go. Yeah, that, that, yeah. This I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, do you want? Um, I want to. I, th- I think I want to talk about uh, the a couple of these new tags. Um, if you want to uh, do some tech talk, <laughs> I love tech talk. Wait, is okay. it? Maybe it's time for one of these. Uh, it's not just tech talk. We need a we need a, a new uh, a new jingle. Oh. And now it's time for some hot namespace talk. It needs to be podcast standards chat. <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't do it. No, it's just not know. the same. No. <laughs> um, well, before I let's okay, so we'll do we'll do tags, but then I want to actually first I want to talk a little bit about the aggregator. Oh, oh, yummy. Um, so it's about. Let's see, I got six of the aggregators converted over. There's nine total to the new code for the new for the the new polling mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty interesting. Uh, so the every one of these I've changed over. The once I start, I started. I got the first two done. I looked at the charts on the CPU usage on the aggregator nodes mm. and they dropped the CPU drop usage dropped like from 80, 80 to hundred. <laughs> yeah. It dropped from 80 to hundred percent down to like 20. Yeah. And that is consistent. I mean, that has been like, that's, that's solid, stable, which tell. So then I stopped what I was doing. I said, okay, well, this is, this is interesting. We're paying. Let me run down here real quick. So we've got, we've got one, two, yeah, we've got nine aggregators. Uh, every one of them is a four gig Linode instance. So, that, and they have that's a two CPU and that's two CPUs and four gigs mm-hmm. for each one of them. Uh, one of them, which is a bigger one that that handles a lot of uh the frequency, the update frequency one, that is a thirty dollar a month 
uh, Linode, and it's a dedicated CPU with four gigs. So we, if you add that all up, you're talking about $175 a month for all the aggregator nodes. Now, with the reduced CPU usage, I was like, why are we paying, why would we pay $20 a month for, on average, for one of these aggregators when it's only using 20% of the CPU? Right. Okay. So I went back and and started to re-roll them out. To actually load the CPU at higher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So $5, so using the lowest one, the $5 a month, Mm -hmm. one gig VMs. Nice. And that put the CPU usage right around, uh, right around 40 to 60, Mm -hmm. 40 to 60%. And, uh, it's solid. Same speed though. Same speed. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The efficiency of this, of the new code is so much. I think what we can do is drop all of these down to five to the, uh, excuse me, to the $10 a month. So it gives us a little bit of headroom. Nice. All to $10 a month. That means 90 bucks a month. That saves us 85 bucks a month. And then we can use that to boost the database database server server, right to the next level, which is an additional $80. So we can Ah. balance out perfectly balance out. I love it when that happens. Yeah. So we can go to the bigger database and have all of our aggregators and everything will be kosher. This is what your uh, donations to uh, podcasting 2.0 go towards, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, value for value. So if you if you like what you're hearing, you like the uh, frugality of the my frugal, brother from yes. the south here, <laughs> then uh, continue to support that because we'll need more upgrades in our future for sure. Yeah, and and I want to uh, say thank you to Ariner uh, uh, and uh, to Hamish on the uh, subs- on the uh, Mastodon who have been helping give me some ideas on how to on because one. Okay, one thing about this new code is that it's not okay in practice. Now, if you just run the polar by itself, it screams. I mean, you're talking about you know two thousand feeds a minute, easy. Nice, but I mean, you can't feed that to the database that fast. I mean, it's kind of insane. So, what the net result of it is, uh, after you take into account the parsing and everything, is it turns out to be uh, not a whole lot faster than the previous one, but you have, um, you have better, better code, the more dependable code, you have better efficiency with the CPUs, but then you, but the, it ends up being a more steady stream of data. So you may not, it may not be necessarily faster, but it's a more consistent volume of data being driven to the database. That has the result of stressing the database out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, you know, it's like the difference between like a uh, like a twenty two Magnum versus a forty five caliber. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you you've got high FP, you know, high FPS bullet, but very tiny, versus a lower FPS bullet, but it's much bigger. You mm-hmm. know, it's like mm-hmm. the forty five is like getting hit in the chest with a basketball. Right. You know, at, at eight hundred miles an hour. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> So that's that's sort of the idea here is that we're we're not it's not really a speed increase it's more just a a a volume load increase on the database so we're going to have to bump the database up to constant. And how about polling algorithms? 
Uh, yes. No. So that that is a discussion. Once I finish rolling everything out, that is something that I want to do is is change the overall algorithm. So currently, what it is is these nine aggregators. Um, as as we do feed feed parsing, the uh, party time parser looks at the average publishing time between episodes, or the average gap between mm-hmm. episodes, and it says, and then there's a chart, there's a table that says if it goes, if you have one or more episodes within a three day period, you get up, you get assigned update frequency one. Uh, one or more episodes within a, you know, seven day period frequency to I'm, I'm making the, I don't remember the numbers, but it splits it out and basically one through nine, the frequency update values get assigned to each feed. So then the aggregators, they each take on a certain frequency polar, a polling responsibility. So aggregator one handles, uh, polls all the feeds with an update frequency of one two does two blah 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 that that works okay except that you miss it's, it's not as efficient as it could be so one of the things that we're we talked about on mastodon i think we're going to um, and i I will, I will definitely do this i'm going to do this is changing that leave that in place but then also add this other metric so so what we would do is I have a table where it shows um, where it has the feed ID, uh, the last published time of an episode, and then this this chart. There's so this this series of columns where it assigns a a a time window to each one of those columns. So it's call it's like a it represents a seven like a seven day period. Hmm. And you you assign a time window so that you can, for every feed, what you can do is you can do a quick database search and say, okay, what I want is a list of feed IDs that update between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. UTC uh, every, every, every week on Thursday. And you, you can just look it up as a lookup table. It'll give you that set of feeds. And during oh, that cool. period, okay, yeah. you, you have one aggregator that's assigned to just rapidly pull those feeds. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, ha- it's, you know, every three minutes, it's just hitting every feed that falls into that category. As soon as that time window passes, you pull the next group and just start hammering that group. So we're only killing one polar bear a day then? Uh, it's really like a, col- a polar bear <laughs> cub, cub. Like a cub. Yeah. Like beating yeah. a baby seal over the head. Yeah, you're yeah. Just, yeah, you're just losing one or two cubs a week. And that's not, you know, you're good. That's good. Of course, the answer to this is Podping, which I guess yeah. that should also somehow be mentioned in the podcast standard. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's got to have its place in there. And Al, uh, Alex fixed um, fixed a bug that we we're having with the watcher. And so uh, that re- really helped. It was a... Uh, a bug with because it came from the lighthive upgrade so yeah that that he i think that thing is a hundred percent stable no it's good it's good to go i mean you know nobody can predict bugs but as we it was as we start to figure out this rebranding of the namespace and 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 where things start to fit i, I did want to mention daniel j lewis who was very kind to 
uh, start creating a new uh, website for podcastindex.org. A lot of what you did, Daniel, actually influenced this. So yes. uh, clearly it's going to have to be different because we're, we're seeing the strategy kind of unfold. Um, so on one hand, I want to say, you know, you were very responsible for getting our heads in this space. Also, I'd like to congratulate Daniel J. Lewis for being accepted to the board of the uh, Podcast Academy. Yes, absolutely. It's good Congrats. to have one of our own there. Yeah, he's one of the 40% of independent podcasters. That pisses that me was. off. To see, <laughs> You have no idea. When I hear, well, 40% of the, of the board is, uh, is indie podcasters, that's a good thing. I'm like, no, that's not a good thing. That's lame. That's not equity either, by the way. That's very unwoke. That's 50% less than it should be. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, you know, um, anyway, fine. I'm happy Daniel was there on the front lines and he'll be able to represent. And I think the podcast standards will be very important in propagating that throughout the, you know, that sector of podcasting, which is really, you know, the, uh, the high, uh, in my mind, I feel it's a lot more high-end content uh you know uh investor money type stuff that's what the the podcast i mean look i just looked at evolutions and i saw all the money that went in there and you can see where it came from you know and it it didn't come from indies because indies have no money right yeah yeah podcasting 2.0 did not donate a half a million dollars to uh so so daniel j we're very proud of you you are the token but we're very proud of you (laughs) you're the token you're the the token indie the tindy the tindy yeah um see what uh do you want to talk about lit about the list mediums the list mediums does this uh does this pique your interest at all sounds like you know like like another variant of covid <laughs> this the so uh th- th- this was was saying earlier there's just so many specs and proposals and and drafts of things that it's like just covered up with with different with all these things to read. Well, so b- b- before you ex- get into list mediums, then let me just yes. say that there will be more to read as I am going to focus on um, value for value a a proper I'll just call it the manifesto, but something that can be turned into uh, something that people can read, understand, uh, not have to read the whole thing. So a little bit like value for value io, which is very down and dirty. Uh, but this would be something that ex- you know, th- one of the the number one requests I get, interestingly, is um, I need a script. Very, mm. very interesting request. I need a script is, yeah. to, to understand how to complete the loop on boostograms and value for value. So these kinds of things, the history, the concept, but also how to get started really fast, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to be writing that. I'm going to be focusing on that because we have the traction it brings people in. If if somebody needs a a real world example other than this show, I mean, obviously this show is a yeah absolute you, example. You're soaking somebody, in it. <laughs> you're soaking in. Yes. If somebody needs a, a, there's just a couple of examples off the top of my head of people that do this also very well. Uh, Linux Unplugged. Yes. Chris Fisher. Yeah. And uh, the Intergalactic Boombox. Cal Bear. And these those two yeah. shows are do a very good job of doing of having a script so we want to have these examples um you know i heard the message very well from uh from ed ryan uh and from james as well you know press releases all this stuff fine we'll do that 
We'll do that. We'll 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 start feeding you stuff, and we'll also actually integrate the value for value branding into the the our website because it's kind of a bastard right now. It's not it, you know V for V is a, a, a list of podcasts right now. It's not really clear. Anyway, what? Dub, I've almost fell down. Um, I'm standing up right now. <laughs> Are you trying to put your pants on? And you almost fell down. <laughs> no, no, I was reaching for my water. Um, okay. The that's that's one thing to discuss is that we're we're going to try, if at all humanly possible, to uh, have some of this stuff kind of branded and ready for podcast movement Dallas. Yes, we're all going to go. We we're all going to go to Dallas. Yeah, and so we'll hopefully we'll have some stand you know podcast standards stickers or whatever we're going to do we'll have we'll have some some media presence there so that uh podcast can... standards booth babes yeah <laughs> booth babes yeah uh, i think does benjamin richardson does he qualify as a booth babe i mean he's a good totally guy. we also you know yeah. you need to do it right you know ride the podcast standards mechanical bull you know this is what you do no. at a <laughs> There were at least five of those at, uh, at Bitcoin 2022. Oh, yeah, ride the bull. No. Uh, it, by the way, if you call it value, if your value for value, if you call it a manifesto, you mu- it's required that you sign it with your middle name, Adam Clark Adam Curry. Adam Clark Curry, yes. Yes. <laughs> done. Consider it done. Okay. Want to talk about list mediums? I, I'd love to. Um, so this is a proposal by, uh, by Alex. Um, and I think it's genius. And I think we should try to pipeline it into phase five, if at all possible. Um, Stephen B. Uh, also concurs that because he, he was looking for this for CurioCaster for something similar. And so let me just get the the idea. You know, are you you're familiar with mediums? And so the mediums are things like where you can tag a a an RSS feed with what type of content this is. So audiobook, podcast, music film this sort of thing um oh right yeah yeah and so you can that's that's already there that was in phase four i believe (laughs) yep the idea of a list of a list medium is is that you need this this thing that there's a thing missing in podcasting which is the ability to do playlists now playlist you can do lists of feeds like with opml or anything or something like that there's no notion of a of a playlist of individual items like episodes. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine that this would be very helpful because uh if you especially if you have a proliferation of things like um like music podcasts. So you could you could assemble a playlist of episodes of a music podcast because each one of them is a track. Mm-hmm. Uh and so he's he's put together this proposal and it depends on on another un, un, unfinalized tag, another proposal called remote item. Ooh. So the idea, yeah. The idea here is that you can reference in a feed. A different, an, an, from an item from feed. a different feed. Nice. Yes. An inclusion. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Perfect analogy. It's an include. It's like an OPML inclusion. You can say, uh, except it's not URL based. It's based on the GUID of the item rem- of the f- remote feed, no, mm-hmm. the GUID of the feed. Now mm-hmm. that we have podcast GUID tag, mm-hmm. we reference the GUID of the right, feed right. and the GUID of the episode. Uh, right, right. And now you have a n- unique identifier down to the episode of a, of a feed. You can say, okay, 
here's the re- here's a remote item that I want to pull in, and this could be interpreted on its own as something like a suggestion or something like that. That you can go read that spec. Now at um, at Podshow slash Mevio, we we did a lot of this, and we created a lot of these list making capabilities and uh, the ability to share. And, and I we we were not doing them in any manner like in a namespace, but uh, just the the basic output functionality. And you could share your list, and so. Um, I could say, oh, let me see what uh, what what episodes Dave has on deck today. Hmm. So Mike, uh, and, and that got zero traction. No one used it; didn't work. So I'm I'm curious, how does this surface, and what is the user functionality, and or the UX maybe for this? Um, I don't know about the. I think there's a demand for for list making capabilities from the user perspective. I mean, I certainly love. Having my episode list in uh, in CurioCaster or in uh, Podverse does a good job of it. So I just mm-hmm. say, oh, here's the new episode, uh, Podfriend, of course. But for the podcaster to make a list, what is it for? Who is the consumer? How does it surface? Yeah, I think this is purely, or not purely, but th- I think a lot of this is user-centric, not, not related to the podcaster. Okay. The podcaster could could create one and then drop it in there as a, and ah, then drop okay, a okay, reference I to the list. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, so like a CurioCaster listener could uh, add episodes that they really love to a to an ongoing sort of playlist the way that Spotify works for music mm-hmm. and then share that, li- share that list out with other people who could then follow them and get updates, sort of like a synthetic feed. Uh, type of thing where you could subscribe to somebody else's lists list and where, and how and, do I publish and, this list? Well, I mean, that would be, app, you know, app, app to app, uh, that would have to be, or, or you, if certain, you know, certain apps that had public, like sovereign feeds, I mean, I mean, CurioCaster has the ability to, it's got a feed publishing mechanism. There's some you know, mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. it could do it directly. But then if you had another app that didn't have that or didn't want that, they could just provide you, you know, the feed and then you could do, you know, share it out some other way. I don't know, but it, it'll be, in, it'll be interesting to see a ecosystem build up around this where they were just, because here, here's one of the exciting things to me about, about a thing like this is that everybody crows about discoverability constantly. Uh, sorry. But, no, not everybody. Uh, everybody, but Adam yes. crows about discoverability constantly. And, uh, but everybody, but when people think about solving discoverability, they only think about, Hey, let's, uh, let's VC a company and put a bunch of AI in there. <laughs> Crap like that. But that's, that's not, I mean, discoverability is, is what you said in the past word of mouth. But if you have a playlist sharing capability, this, 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 this open and a standardized spec, well then you can replace the the word of mouth part of it. You can translate that into digital form and say this is this is digital word of mouth. I'm literally showing you what I listen to. Or you could have a playlist of favorites where every time you star something in the app, like oh that's a good you know good episode, which a lot of people use in, in apps like Overcast that have starring. It could that 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 those starred items could become a playlist, and now you have now you're sharing the discoverability in, with the world. Like, I think it's a great idea. 
I, it's a great idea. I'm excited to see it. I'm even more excited to see people use it. I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. skeptical over this as a discovery mechanism. I think clips is a great discovery mechanism. I don't know what the uptake on that is either. I, I just don't hear any great success stories. And I am completely biased because I don't believe that's how people <laughs> discover podcasts. But I can see other use cases that I would probably put together. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We, we, I think the difference here between clips and and something like this is that clips inherently require a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. You got to go in there and you and it's going to take you on a good device that's easy to use. It's going to take you four or five minutes to create a clip with something like a playlist. The app. This is just a. I, I can just envision a scenario like this where an app says. Do you want to uh, share your favorites in a public playlist? And you could say, and if you said yes, from then on, whenever you hit star, that thing just, it, it's just instantaneous. Like it, it requires zero effort. Um, that's a way that I think that, that you could get something like this to work. Whereas a clip is just, it requires so much effort and fiddling, moving the little slider back and forth, and you mess it up, and you get you know you accidentally go. It's a, it's sort of tedious, but a but a but a a playlist is it could be designed where it's very minimal effort or none. Yeah, really. yeah, I, 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 possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I don't have time for playlists in my life, so again, I'm biased. You right. know, I don't have time to listen to uh, all these podcasts. Oh, I just I mean, I, I'm struggling too. I've got like, I've got so many I want to listen to. I can't listen. You know, one of the things that we did create back in the day, which never took off either. And this is, this is going back to Dave Weiner days was share your OPML. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I I really like that idea because then everyone has the opportunity to publish their subscription list. Now you could do this with a list of favorites. Uh, So it's very Mm -hmm. valid with, with this list, uh, list tag. Um, but then eventually what you want is you want that to be aggregated somewhere. Now you have some data about people subscribing, you know, uh, uh, how many lists something's on. Yeah. There's, it, there's all kinds of great things that can be done with, with something like this, but it, I think ultimately I just need to see the use cases. I think we should put it all mm-hmm. in there, make it all yeah. possible. Cause there's someone coming up with a use case that I can't figure out and it's going to be great. I'm sure. Yeah, and I've used this example before. I think, I think, maybe uh, I've said this is we found, you know, we we found a use case for the source tag in the Freedom Controller, and yeah. we went back. Like we needed, we needed some functionality in there to to do. We had the, the Freedom Controller did threaded comments. Uh, oh right! So, oh my God! You I remember forgot. that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, perfect example. Great technology. We don't use it. Yeah, and it you and it used the source tag to do it, and and we we went back and found that tag and said, oh, okay, we can adapt this. So if we have this in there, some person in the future can come up with some rocking use case for that yeah, and yeah. be like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, so was, I'm all uh, for uh, yeah, it. We'll obviously, it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, By the way, so uh, yeah. on a happy note, uh, we finally got our uh, five thousand dollars back. Uh, you know, someone had opened a. a a 10 million Satoshi channel to us and then, Whoa, and then, really? yeah. And then ran it all to our side. 
uh, and then uh, just left. Went offline? Yeah, just left. <laughs> and so, Great. But so that meant I had to force close the channel, which meant we had to wait 780 blocks before we could get our money back. Jeez. How much, how much cash was that? It's $5,000. Good grief, man. Yeah, it, it was, it was sucked. You know, we couldn't open any channels. We had very, very low, we had maybe a million sats left to open some channels with. And this is the, this is the answer to why, uh, when people are like, you know, complain about the fees on the, uh, the, for routing fees, like, well, yeah, because crap like this happens. Yeah. So, I mean, so we literally, you know, our money was locked up for, for, I don't know, how many days was that? Is it, it's uh, almost two weeks, I think. It took forever. Seven, uh, that's like roughly 10 minutes a block, so 7,000. less than that. Uh, yeah. So 800 minutes, yeah. Eight, no. 700. Right? It's 750 blocks times 10, so 7,500 minutes. Yeah, 7,500 minutes. So is how many hours? Is that divided by 60. Oh, my God. I can't do this. I could, so, but I don't have a calculator. I got one. Let's see. Okay, 700. So 7,500 7, minutes divided by, by six. 60 minutes in an hour. 125 hours. Divided, divided by, by seven. 24. So that's five 24. days. Five yeah, and a half days. Five days. Felt longer. About a week. Yeah. So. Those are, uh, and that's that's the HTLC mechanism that, that you, have, you have to wait <laughs> a period. <laughs> yeah. So if, if, if you wonder why we like to make uh, some money off of routing, there's your answer. Um, do you want to thank some people and then we'll yes. talk about something Is else? anything mm-hmm. else? Yeah, I think we can do that. Uh... <laughs> value for value. I'm writing the manifesto as Adam Clark Curry, uh, but it's very simple. If you value what you're hearing, if you value what is being done, turn that into numbers uh, and send that to us, whatever's valuable to you. And this is the way it should work because of the vapid nature of media. <laughs> it can mean a lot to somebody or nothing. So we don't force it on you and we don't have creepy corporate money or advertising. We just ask you to support it uh, so that we can continue. And so far, so good as long as we remain frugal. You can support us um, at podcastindex.org through your fiat fund coupons there at the bottom. We've got a donate button for PayPal. Also for uh, on-chain, if you want to send uh, Bitcoin to us on-chain. And, of course, our favorite method is with the Modern Podcast app, which you can find at newpodcastapps.com and boost us. And we're going to thank, <laughs> thank some people right now who supported uh, this episode. Boost! Wayne Parker gave us $50 through PayPal. It's a one-time ooh, donation. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Thank you, Wayne. Yeah, thank you, Wayne. I'm not sure if he wanted me to... Uh, he's got a... He paid this from an LLC, and I'm not sure if he wanted me to n- name it. So if if you would like to, uh, yeah, just let us send, know. Me, send me an email. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Wayne. I appreciate that. It was $50 one time. And Joseph Nagy Jr., or Nagy, or Nagy, N-A-G-Y, gave us $5 uh, for a one-time, uh, one-time contribution. He just says, value for value. All That's right. right. Thank you very That's much. That is. Boost. Um, should I do these live um, boostograms that we received before we get into the, the big boosts? Hit it. We've got a couple people who are listening live um, and have been boosting live. We got uh, Carolyn, uh, 888 sats. I wear sunglasses when listening to Podcasting 2.0. The future of podcasting is bright. Hashtag boost chain. <laughs> uh, then we got a whole bunch of uh, 330, 
333 sats. Here's Chad F. with 10,000 sats. And he he's cross-promoting, even though boosting this show. Can't wait for the next episode of Curry and the Keeper. Yeah, thank you. We're going yeah, nice. to do that uh, Monday or Tuesday. Blue Douche, 5,000 sats. Keep it up. Podcasting 2.0. Uh, Chad F. with another 5,000 sats uh, for the live episode. Harv Hat, 2222. Row of ducks for you right there. On air, exclamation mark. We got uh, November 4, Victor X-Ray with a Freedom Boost, 1776, or a Patriot Boost, where the pants are optional, but pew-pews are not. (laughs) Newpodcastapps.com. That's right. I might take them off before the show ends. <laughs> 10,000 again from Chad F. We do it live, he says. And we have 2,356 sats from Stephen B. He says, this is a $1 boost, pre-live show boost. And by the way, I appreciate he put in fiat uh, translators now in Curio Caster. Yes. Which is yes, interesting. Yes. I, I, I did want to say that I kind of miss being able to switch that anywhere I see I see a number. So you have to go to settings to change it, and it changes universally. I like just being—I like looking at sats and just tapping something and go, ah, okay, that's this many dollars. Tap back. Hmm. That's just a personal preference, but I love that you've done it, Stephen. Um, and that's it. That's what I have on the live boostograms. Uh, we got some non-live boostograms, which is uh, now just—I just took this date from because we had I picked it up where we left off because the dates were weird. So uh, l- uh, live is lit. We had a successful launch of the live item tag this past Sunday after no agenda. And this is from Booberry. Oh, nice. Uh, and he says, uh, is it Booberry? Is he from, um, oh, what's the, what's the name of the podcast? Um, yeah, Booberry's in the chat right now. Booberry. Okay. Behind the schemes. Is that? Yes, I uh, believe so. Uh, yes. Yeah. Behind the schemes. Okay. I believe so. Yeah. And a uh, hog story. Okay. So it says excited to see more apps adopt this feature. It's a hard decision between which is more fun chapters or the live tag as we make custom art. For each chapter, for your viewing pleasure, every Monday night following Hog Story, we will be live with Behind the Schemes and CurioCaster. Hey, baby, are you listening to a PC 2.0 app? Because you're lit. Ooh, I just had an I idea. Like I just had an idea. Uh, and, and I heard the chapters. So first of all, I want to thank Dreb Scott for doing an amazing job. If you want to, if you want to see some crazy-ass chapters, go look at No Agenda, episode 1440. It was a four-hour end-of-show mix extravaganza. <laughs> and I, I sent him the list of 154 tracks that were used. And, oh he, and he turned it into 154 chapters with images. Oh, How cool good. is that? It's, um, you look at that, it's, 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 you get blown away. Here's the thought I just had. Wouldn't it be interesting if you have uh, like a live show, but it could also be, yeah, I think the live show, where the boostograms that come in are immediately converted into a chapter marker with the message. Oh, ooh, ooh. With like that. that person's icon as the image or whatever, or chosen uh, image representation. That's a great idea. How now- badass would that be? Okay, so this this relates to the JPT uh, proposal. We can talk about that after the donation segment. But okay, that, <laughs> the, the, that this may be a good fit. All right, that, all right. That. We'll finish, and then I'll, I like it. Was it called JPT? JPT, J- um, Jason uh, Jason Payment Token. Yep. Oh, brothers! Isn't that Daniel J. Lewis Jason thing? No, 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 no. This is Alex. This is Alex. I'm, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, Jay, he, Jay, Daniel has too much. He's, he's not. He's got too much responsibility with podcast uh, board of governors. He's he's not. 
Yeah, not only he's got a kid, he's got the board, ca- the, the the academy governor, yeah. director, boardship, whatever the hell that yeah. is. <laughs> he's yeah, he doesn't have time for Jason anymore. He's moved on. Yeah. All right. Anonymous, forty two forty two through Castomatic, and it just says confetti. All right. We don't really have a confetti. Fat streamer. There you go. Got the Fauci pop boost. Ooh. Boost. That's a confetti pop. Right? All right. Uh, Chad Farrow, a thousand sats through Fountain, and he says, uh, "I listen to No Agenda on cassette. I would listen to No Agenda on cassette tape if I knew what that was." In <laughs> four uh, VX, a row of ones, a one 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 one. He says, "No Agenda Social, the best strap on in the universe." All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bombshell. Uh, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, anonymous. Another anonymous through thirteen. 1313 through Castomatic with just says confetti. So somebody is confettiing us. Yes. Um, uh, spam proof sends us 5,000 sats uh, through Castomatic. It says podcast index 2.0 was the reason I finally saw a path forward for Bitcoin because of your use of the Lightning Network. Enjoy these pennies. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. And he sent another 10,000 sats also with the same, with the same donation note. So 15,000 total. Thank you. Very Beautiful. Much. Love that. Oops. Here's your cue to boost. You know you want to. Yeah. Uh, so our buddy Roy, Roy Scheinfeld from Breeze, 54,321 uh, 54, sats through the Breeze app. <laughs> direct, Thanks, Roy. Thank you. Direct quote from Roy. Fuck all the Bitcoin haters. <laughs> boost, boost, boost. <laughs> Spoken like a true Israeli. (laughs) Uh, He is our biggest cheerleader, Dave. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he is. He really is. He makes us Uh, look good. Yeah, he does. I like that about people when Mm -hmm. they make me look good. Make us look good. Yeah. Chad Farrow, Thousand Sats. He says, I love the free CSB ad. Well, I bet CSB did, too. Well, uh, it's that's part of value for value, you know. It's uh, yeah. it works both ways. Oscar Mary said, "I think we uh, five thousand sats." He says, "I think we fixed the emojis now." Let me know. Yes, you did. I see a string of emojis here, Ooh. and uh, they they are lightning, fire, confetti, and running with scissors. Uh, thank you, Oscar. And uh, he had another uh, test boost as well for emojis. And yes, we got those two. Another five thousand sats. Uh, Sean Trinnery. Send, uh, sent 2,500 sets through Fountain. He says, happy holidays, Adam. <laughs> Thanks. Not very happy Thanks. after wasn't, all. Wasn't quite that happy. No. How are you doing, Booster? Yeah. <laughs> Signs of New Growth, a good music podcast if you need one to listen to. Uh, check it out. I highly recommend. He said, uh, sent 3,333 sets through Fountain. And he says, Dave Jones, tech support boost. <laughs> You're boost. welcome. Oh, our buddy Martin from Podfriend sent bo- uh, 6464 sats. I wonder what that new Ooh, interesting. Is. 6464. Hmm. Uh, uh, Pod, through Podfriend, he says, boosting to show you I'm still alive. <laughs> we know Don't you're alive. Nobody can kill boost. Martin. Yeah, he's he's un- indestructible. He is. Uh, unbreakable. He's yeah, unbreakable. unbreakable. The unbreakable Martin. Boostagram. Uh, he was at the dev meeting the other day, and uh, it was good to see, good to see Martin. Yeah. Catch up. Oh, cool. Um. Uh, Aristatica sent us 2,376 sats through Fountain, and he says, Booster Grams are not lightning messages. Got it. We got it. (laughs) We got it. He sent another 2,376 and said, I had no idea Booster Grams would become so controversial. (laughs) Thanks for doing the work. (laughs) Boost. 
In the world of the internet, anything can become anything. Just, yeah. Uh, ooh, now I like this. I don't think you've seen this. Stephen B sent in a donation, but he's the B in his name is the Bitcoin symbol. Pretty oh, cool. slick. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 2289 sats through CurioCaster. And he says, CurioCaster's first fiat fund boost. <laughs> Switch to dollars in the wallet settings to view your oh, boost. streaming amount in dollars. Right. So that's interesting. So he sent $1 at the time and it translates that to that amount, which of course okay. is completely meaningless in numerology. But yeah. it's, it's, it's fun to see how that works when people can also do that in fiat. It's literally fiat fund coupons. It's a coupon for some sets. You almost, you almost, oh man, there's so much to think about. We can do so much with, with Boostergrams. My, my mind is just spinning. Programmable money. Mm-hmm. It's it broad, broadcastable money. Yeah. That's, that's, um, when are we going to get the t-shirt that says, I've got you in my cron job? I mean, like that's, that's an important t-shirt that needs to exist. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, I think our I think our our team over there at uh, uh, No Agenda or Podcast Index dot shop uh, will take the notes. Team. The, the team. team, the team, yeah, it's it's a team. It's it's a team. Yes, it is. Husband, it is. wife, but it's a team. It's not our team. Though. No, it's, it's not so. our team. No, we're 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 very happy for. And by the way, if you buy any of the pod, uh, any of the the merch at podcast uh, podcast index dot shop, uh, that uh, a portion of that goes to the artist, a portion goes to the shop. And uh, a portion gets donated to uh, Podcasting 2.0. And we also have the certified shirt, which uh, uh, we now have pegged at total. And it doesn't matter as long as you keep your own accounting total up to $125 in fiat, then you'll get one of those handsome shirts. Honor system. Of like course. everything. Of course. Nomad Joe gave us 2,000 sats through Fountain. And he says, let's have a mellow week. Oh, okay. You need a mellow week. Mellow indeed. Uh, Billy Newman, 833 sats says, uh, go podcasting. I'm learning how to batch edit my podcast audio in terminal. Go podcasting! In terminal. Doesn't sound fun. That's hardcore. Yeah. Uh, signs of new growth sent us another 3333 sats and thanking me for the, uh, for the tech support and you're welcome for that. Oh, let's see here. Brian, uh, Brian of London sent us. 22,759 sats through the V for V Rube Goldberg machine. And he says, weekly $10 V for V donation converted from sats to sats from Brian of London and the Hive DAO. Go podcasting. Boost! Go podcasting! Nice. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Uh, And see, Kyron from the Mirror Mortals podcast, 2222 through Podfriend. And he says, insert woke, confused voice, quote, Adam and Dave are solely in it for the fame, and more importantly, the money. They're also ruining podcasting and the planet with imaginary digital money that has no value whatsoever. These two statements are not contradictory, unquote. (laughs) And we're killing ducks. Insert Chad Podcasting 2.0 voice. Transcripts, helping the disabled, sexy chapter art, pod ping saving the planet, V for Vigo Burr. (laughs) <laughs> nice. Boost. That was too That's funny. Oh, uh, and the delimiter comic strip blog. There he is. Sets. There he is. From Podfriend, he says, "Howdy, podcasting 2.0 team. God forsake Russian invaders as they forsake peace and thus God. 
And your listeners are invited to a bi-weekly podcast <laughs> named AI.Cooking, <laughs> spoken by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent. Yo! Yo, thank you very much. Thanks, Comicster Blogger. No. He's the, old, he's the only one like, when's the show? Are you doing the show? Is the show live? Because I got a boost right now. I want to make sure I got Did you receive the boost? Did you get the boost? Can you confirm you got the boost? <laughs> I like I like F Russia. And also listen to my podcast yeah. about AI.Cooking. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's, it's such a friendly way of promoting it. Uh, monthly contributors, uh, that's our boost. Yes, uh, thank the, you, everybody. Monthly guys are Podverse, $50. Ooh. Uh, thank you, Podverse. Thank you, Podverse, and, uh, indeed. Um, Chris uh, Harbarek, $10. And congratulations to Chris for shipping uh, the podcast generator. Yes. Version 3.2. Very nice. Uh, Mitch Downey, $10. Thank you, Mitch. Uh, Lauren Ball, $24.20. Lauren, I don't know what that numerology means, if you can tell me. 24 what? $24.20. Or 20. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Cameron Rose, $25. Jeremy New, $5. David Metis, $10. Hey, David, I forgot to follow up with you. I was helping helping David with a uh, move his stuff from Voltage to an Umbral, and I think it rolled off my Mastodon, and I forgot to go back, so... Ping me and I'll help you if you still need help. Um, oh, now that's that's actually kind of important, okay? Because it's very hard when you move to a different uh, value block uh, or node in your in your value block. There's so much caching going on. Yeah, uh, I mean it's and because I you know when when my node broke. Uh, I still wanted to be able to get the 1% from no agenda to see what was coming in during the uh, uh, during the big four-hour extravaganza. So I switched it over to my backup node. I have a second umbral here. And I would say probably, I don't know, maybe 50, 40% went there and the rest failed because the other node was down. And oh, so you're split, you're split brain at that point. You got... Two yeah. things happening at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's, I don't know, just re- replace, it's one thing to be able to replace, and I think we talked about this, you know, I, what if I just wanted to migrate uh, all of the uh, uh, Curry and the Keeper to a different uh, node ID? So that would have to be changed in the database for every single episode, because I do it by episode, not by channel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then and then apps just seem to be caching it. Yeah. Yeah, the the cat. I don't know. Most of the caches seem like they're fairly sane. I mean, like five minutes or so. But then there's a couple that are always a little confuse me a little bit. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Uh, Boris Kazelski, one dollar. Joseph Maraca, five dollars. Mark Graham, one dollar. Chad Farrow, twenty dollars and twenty two cents. Thank you, Chad. I Thanks, still. Chad. I don't know what. Don't know what that numerology is either. Twenty twenty two. Well, twenty twenty. Well, twenty twenty two is the year we're in. Oh, it's the year. Hello, oh, hello, Duh. hello. Yeah, I need to take my pants back off. Boosh. Uh, Loretta Vandenberg, ten dollars. Scott Jobert, twelve dollars, and that's our group. Thank you all so much. That is, I, these there's some new names in here that I don't think I've heard. Some new boosts too. Yeah, new boost names. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you all so much uh, for supporting the project, for supporting the show, for supporting the work. Uh, it goes toward goes directly towards everything we're doing. Uh, uh, the nodes, the liquidity, the servers, the polars, uh, everything. 
and polar vortex, <laughs> the polar vortex. Uh, and please continue to support us uh, any way you can with anything you want. We take time, talent, and treasure. It doesn't have to be money. It can be uh, doing some code, can be uh, working on the website, can be, uh, I mean, you can participate in many, many ways. We do ultimately need treasure as well, uh, but so far uh, we're moving ahead and we're breaking even, so we feel pretty good about it. And we can always just uh, shut down shit. <laughs> Go from <laughs> from nine to seven polars. Okay, so it's a little slower. Well, it should be okay. It's dynamic yeah. that way. We can scale it dynamically. Um, JPT. So you got a, uh, I got an ISO. Oh, okay. Uh, you want to drop that one? Yeah. A premium experience, unquote. <laughs> this was, this, it's a premium experience. That's what it was. Yes. We are a premium experience. We are. Unquote. Uh, okay. The uh, Yeah, JPT. So this is a proposal up on the namespace. And if you are so inclined and feel a technical bent toward it, I would suggest that some, that you go read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the idea here is that at some point in the future, going to need, this is not just applicable to light lightning, by the way, this is, uh, this is applicable to lot, lots of things. This is meant to be sort of a generic payment, uh, receipt. So we can, this oh, is yeah. why I mentioned earlier that if you, we're going to do certain things that re- really required you imagine something like an open subscription, which is, which is what we've been working on. Uh, we talked about it in the dev meeting the other day, a way to do an open subscription mechanism, uh, open standards, uh, subs- a way of saying, okay, yes, I am a paying subscriber to this podcast. If you wanted to pay while your podcast, um, well, if you're going to claim that you are a that you are a subscriber, you could uh, you you would need some sort of payment verification or a a a cryptographic receipt to show that you yeah here this is there's my here's my receipt I'm showing you that I'm a, a valid purchaser right it's it's the it's the missing piece of the of keys and boostergrams is. You know, it just shows up. You don't really know who it's from except for uh, an alias that's used. So this would be the kind of the doing the invoice in reverse. Is that is that fair? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it would be, yeah, it'd be a way. That's a good, yeah, the invoice in reverse. So you, the, the invoice, the invoice uh, creator knows they got paid, but the, the payer can't, no can't prove it. Show. Right. Yeah, they can't prove it. They can't prove it was them. Right. And so this is a, this is a way to do that. And then you could say, okay, I've got, I now have this cryptographic receipt and I can use that for fill in the blank. Like what in your example would be, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to prove that I just paid you and therefore now I get this badge or something in the chat. I mean, this is where my mind goes immediately. Love this. Uh, leaderboards, uh, who was, uh, of course, just forget uh, for a moment, everyone has to have buy-in. It's, you know, you're allowed to publish it, but I would love to know who the biggest supporters are of an episode or a podcast that I'm listening to. And quite honestly, I'd also then like to know what else that person has supported. You want to talk about a rating system? This is ratings with, this is ratings with money. This is very smart. Yeah, and you could you could imagine op- opting in, you know, like as a listener, you're opting in and say, "Here's here's all my." I'm just going to kind of 
shuffle all my receipts to you so that you can see this this leaderboard and I can prove it's almost like a almost like Stack Overflow, you, you know, where you like upvote people that do certain things. Sure. Where, you're, you're like proving that you're the one that did all these things. And, uh, and that can be for levels like no agenda. We have, you know, nights and we have a whole peerage system. Uh, also, yeah. it could be used to send something back. If you have some kind of premium prize or some other thing going on in the show, you can then send it back, send something to the person. Yeah. And so I reached out to, uh, to Jake Shapiro, uh, and sent him an email over at Apple. He used to be at Podcast Republic. Now he's at Apple. Um, and just inquiring about an old spec that they had written while he was there at Podcast Republic about uh, called PodPass, and we've talked about it before. It's the open um, <laughs> NAM says social credit score. Yeah, 2. I just no, saw that. No, that's not. No, that, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it could be used for that though. Yeah, it could. That that's a different discussion that we need to have. But, that, I mean, we don't but have that's okay week, because but. it's completely open. You know, the social credit score is only creepy if it's controlled by one entity or the government. Otherwise, it can be a community credit score. Community credit score. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. Um. Yeah, I want to talk about that next week because of the the blue sky stuff that came out. I've, I've I don't think we, I don't think we have time to talk about it today. But no. You should listen. We, you should listen to Dave yeah. Weiner's podcast about it this morning. No, oh, did he tweet? Did he he, he uh, did a record? twenty-minute podcast to, just for Jack Dorsey. Uh, you know, spoiler, yeah, spoiler, they, spoiler. It's never going to work. <laughs> oh well, it may not, and you know who knows. But that so you can imagine that um, that you have this, you have this, to, you know, this payment token. Uh, and then you can take, you know, you can take that and plug it into the, the, the open subscription model. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, I reached out to Jake to see if he's even, you know, if, if him or Apple or anybody can just, uh, are interested in working on, on an open spec on this. And then you can take this, uh, this, this token and verify that I'm, I am, I did purchase a subscription to this podcast and in the app. Uh, that app can can hand that off to the uh, to the pot to the podcast host, mm. and and then you don't have to have a separate feed, like a private members only feed and all stuff. You can have the standard feed, and inside that feed, it has it has specific subscription only episodes, perhaps like bonus episodes, all this stuff that people like to do. And then you can, and those become unlocked as you pass the token back. And um, what and what exactly did you want to? To get from Jake, uh, just just a, a signal as to whether he's willing to pick this spec back up that they wrote before he went to Apple and continue helping with it at Apple. Because I think we, yeah. <laughs> no, Did no, he no, respond? I, I th- not yet. No. Okay, I mean, he may not. But but I do see. Here's here's the thing. I think I think that if so, uh, Spotify has this open access platform thing, which is supposed to be an open spec I, I mean i understand but really it's all about <laughs> sure it's an open standard but it's an open standard that's only focused on getting your purchased content into spotify mm-hmm. um so and it's it's this oauth handshake stuff going on all and in if there wasn't an open spec that was truly neutral 
uh, and, and I've heard that the open access platform spec does not work all that well anyway. If there was a truly neutral open specification for for uh, subscribable content, then uh, that's, sim- that's simple and dependable and cryptographically secure, uh, I could see Apple doing that. Um, I mean, it, it, because they're going to make their 30% cut either way. Mm. And once there's an open spec, I mean, like at, at this point, Apple just wants to sell their subscriptions. They just want to sell subscriptions. Mm-hmm. They don't really care whether it's through their app or I, another that's app. where i disagree i disagree apple is about the whole experience from front to back they want to control the entire experience i it's i love the concept i love so it's ideological instead of yes well uh, that's just what they do i mean the, they want to control the whole experience it's like twitter Twitter wants to control the whole experience. You can do stuff with their API, but you can't control the experience. They do. So if they if they had, <clears throat> now I don't know why I'm focusing on Apple. I guess just because he wrote the spec, and I'm I want to get his feedback on it. Mm-hmm. But so if they had a way to extend their subscribable content to let's just say Overcast, you don't think they'd do it? No. Okay. Oh, they, they won't look. I have a hundred thousand running annual bet in Satoshi's that they that they'll never create a uh, an Android version either. Oh, I agree with that. I mean, don't <laughs> I, I mean, if, where, what do you think they would do first, an Android version or uh, or open up subscriptions so they work on any podcast player? They um, need to they need to control the experience for the user feedback. I mean, it, it just doesn't seem like that's Apple, you know, man. They they control it all. They always have. You still can't look at iOS. You don't yeah. control the experience on iOS. True. Well, if but, he never responds, we'll have our answer. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I'm not not trying to 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 pop the balloon because I love the idea. I just I love the idea using it for us. I don't care if Apple does it or not. Well, I guess that's. I guess that's what I wanted to do is, mm-hmm. is re- reach out and say, okay, well, this, this, here's so it, this spec yeah. that existed. And I don't want to go create a brand new thing if we don't have to, you know, can we just use and his it, spec and improve it? Uh, well, that's, uh, yeah, I want to improve it. So I think what we would do is just take, take these sort of ideas behind it and then just adjust it to whatever we wanted it to be. Okay. And, and it would be, it would be great if we could have the original authors sort of on board, but if we can't, then we'll just do our own thing. It would be a huge win if you, and, you are the guy. You, if anyone from Apple is going to reach out and say, "Hey, let's look at this," you're the guy. You're the guy to convince them. I'm the guy. You are. You're the sage, baby. You're the pod sage. <laughs> you're the Pope of Polars. <laughs> um, I just wish they would do pod ping first instead of anything else. But that's not Jake's yes. uh, area. I'm sure. No, hundred percent. No, yeah. I t- I'll totally agree with yeah. that. That's another thing that we need to be uh, at. Um, at podcast movement, we need to start making noise about that, about how Apple is killing the earth. <laughs> That's the way to make friends. Yeah. Hey, good. Hey, you know what? Good strategy. They they tout their greenness all the time. How all oh, their their rare earth minerals, the recycled aluminum, they're doing stuff all the time. True. But meanwhile, they might as well just be spewing diesel smoke into the air twenty four seven on their polling uh, initiatives. Did you know that Podping is built a eighty uh, percent from recycled ocean plastic? 
<laughs> yes, I did actually. <laughs> <laughs> it only it only kills two polar bear cubs a month. Yeah, we have this, this we have this great account on uh that a uh, bot that podcast index.social. Well, let me just bring it up here. I want to get it right. Um the bot is the Podping bot. I love that thing. And so it gives you the here it is. So it's the Podping stats bot. And it gives you the stats. So it says, uh, uh, here's the custom JSON post report for the last day. Uh, post count, 3,946, 2.7 posts per minute, which I've seen much higher. I've seen it double that almost. Total URL, 16,015, of which 8,081 are unique. I mean, all I want here is one additional line that says, two baby se- the two uh, polar bear cubs were saved. <laughs> or created. Uh, saved, or created. <laughs> saved or created by Podping. Yeah, you can totally. I mean, just say uh, how, you know how much uh, how much energy to kill a, a baby uh, polar bear cub. Yeah, we just need it. We need we need a a graphic with a baby polar bear floating on on a piece on of a ice on a piece on of a server <laughs> on the, in, the, in the in the Arctic. Yes. By the way, the, that whole thing is shiny dot Podping dash stats dot com is <clears throat> phenomenal. Yeah, I love that thing. I mean, that that is so. I'm actually I'm going to put that link in the show notes. That is such an exciting thing to look at. I don't. This, you know, it is amazing how difficult it is to get hosting companies to send a get request. One get request. That's all it takes. Yeah. Now, now I did. I did reach out to uh, to Podbean because we were having some trouble with the new Polar. It was getting uh, 429, so that means that's that's a status code that means uh, too many requests. So we were being Ooh. sort of throttled. We were throttled they were throttling us. Mm, okay. Uh, I don't know how long that had been going on, but it may have been for a while. Um, so we, I reached, I did, uh, Franco hooked me up with, uh, uh, I think it's Sergio, I think it's Sergio over at Podbean. And they were very responsive, uh, quickly uh, whitelisted our IPs for for our aggregators, um, and had that fixed quick. Uh, so I'm really appreciative to them. And um, uh, I told I I gave them you know gave them the info on Podping and everything. He's like, yeah, we'll check you know we'll check it out. And I, I think he was I think he was sincere. I think he really they will. I think they actually will check it out um, from the way he was talking. So it is it is it's just, just so a slow cool. roll. It's yeah, so it's cool roll. though. It is so. Oh, I see. Private .fm is also pod pinging uh, yeah we we do not uh ingest those ingest those mm-hmm. yeah because okay. if they have block tags yeah. got it got it and the block tag you know we're we're working on it it's um hope, hopefully it'll be done for this you know for phase five so buzzsprout is number one transistor.fm number two today closely followed by rss.com then captivate pod serve um and then Nashownotes.com. Uh, I'm I'm on the leaderboard. <laughs> uh, Caproni.fm also does does pod ping. Uh, that's another host. Uh, Justcast. They also do do pod ping. Uh, yeah. There's quite a few now. We're yeah, almost at six million pod ping served. So nice. Five million nine hundred sixty one thousand one hundred fifty five. This is beautiful. Well, um. What else you got? I got to head to work here in a few minutes. So what uh, you got? Saturday you work, Dave Jones. What is this? Yes. Oh, this no, is it's... no good. This will not stand. It's the 
is the government, the freaking IRS. Oh, man. They don't care about podcasting. (laughs) They do not. I think that's it. I don't have anything. Let me see. Anything else on my list? Uh, No, man, we we did a lot, and there's still so much more to talk about. Um, Suggestion for your next vacation. Just go out in the backyard and fire up the grill. uh, You know, uh, you are so right. We, We both were like, my God, being at home is so much nicer than than where than where we are. It was the longest week ever. It's okay. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll you know the the problem is I've lost confidence in the uh, in the aviation travel system. You know that's what I was mentioning to you the other day. I mean, like I'm not blaming them for for all of this. I mean, obviously, they're the 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 airline industry has some has made missteps clearly, but I mean. With all the lockdowns, I mean, not not everything is their fault, but I mean, it, at the end of it all, if they don't fix this, it could really seriously damage the the airline industry. Because if people don't think that they're, if people have no confidence that their flights are actually going to succeed, and, and you add on to that the the exorbitant cost of flying t- today, I mean, people just start they'll just opt out. I mean. They, they I, I will. Was gonna, we're, go, we're going to Chicago in May, at the end of May, uh, me and my wife and my, my daughter. We're going up there like uh, end of May to see a Shakespeare play and do some other things for the weekend. And I looked at the at the flight and for three people, it was like nearly two grand yeah, for a round trip flight. And crazy. we were like, we were like, nah, we'll just drive. Okay, so just briefly on this, because I, I do know a lot about what's going on. First of all, the, in the United States and most countries, the aviation industry is pretty much government um, subsidized. So, um, and they got a lot, a lot of bailout money during the lockdowns here in the United States, and so did the, the aircraft manufacturers. I mean, just hundreds of billions of dollars went into them. The problem is, for years since I've been tracking it, two thousand eight, the aviation, the the government part of the aviation industry has wanted to uh, push through something called next-gen. And next-gen is basically uh, self-flying planes, no pilots. Because, you know, pilots are idiots. They're no good. You don't need pilots. Pilots have been disrespected in the industry for decades. You know, you're a starting pilot. You've, you've put hundred grand into your, uh, your uh, transportation license, uh, airline transportation license. Uh, you know, you have this debt. You're going to go work, start off at a regional airline. You're going to make about twenty-five to $30,000 a year. I'm not kidding. And then you can work your way up from there into- That's below the poverty line. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. And you're going to sleep in shitty hotel rooms with, or kind of like um, apartments that you may rent with five or six different air crew, and there'll be, there'll be five or six people sleeping there overnight. It's, it's a very, very tough existence. You have to love flying. Um, so they're disrespected. Um, uh, you know, there's always been disputes about pay. They have pretty strong pilots union. And then when the lockdowns came, uh, and the mandates, vaccination mandates, which is very personal to pilots, you know, and, and there's a lot of issues with what people put in their bodies when they have to self-declare they feel good or not. And so many pilots retired, uh, a lot of them just said, fuck it, I'm not going to do it anymore. We will need 60,000 pilots in the United States over the next two years. They're not there. They're not being uh, trained. Uh, you know, now airlines are starting to come up with some incentives. So it's broken. 
And I don't think it's coming back. And what's worse is the U.S. government is doing that same old thing. They're saying, well, you know what? We're going to do high-speed rail. They've always wanted to get rid of no. aviation. Yep, they're going to do it again. They're going to do high-speed rail. Uh, President Biden is talking about it again. Just imagine coast to coast in the same amount of time it takes to fly. So they're, It's been singing this thing for since Obama. Years. Since Obama. Obama yes. pushed it really hard. Remember that? You don't have to take off your shoes when taking the train. Yeah, and did none, none of it, it all vaporized. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people got money for... Uh, you know, analysis and uh, spec. You know, specking it out yep. and doing the oh. evaluations of the land and everything, no, the, and then the, nothing ever happened. No, they 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 were going to do Los Angeles to San Francisco, high speed rail. It was going to Where? cost. It was going to cost like I think eight billion dollars. They finally <laughs> made it to Bakersfield, and it's cost eighty eighty billion dollars. I'm shocked. Oh yeah, uh, and this and, is stunning. This is stunning. Yeah, of course. Um, so just like everything else, I believe aviation will change. Uh, I can already see it happening. We will see, uh, new types of aircraft, which are incredibly efficient to fly. Um, and we'll be able to fly, you know, six, six, eight passengers. Um, these will be dedicated routes where you'll pay pretty much what you pay for a full fare ticket. Um, you know, not a discounted ticket. Uh, and the, and these you know there will be places you can go and it will be a decentralized system maybe people will start to connect you know we have a very mature private jet infrastructure in the United States that's unaffordable for it's just unaffordable but we will get this for smaller aircraft and we and it will work and people will start using it but the big airlines i think that's broken and i will never fly again well here's one thing so my dad's internment is uh, is this weekend in Armonk, New York, and we're flying on Friday. But I think I want to do the same thing. I want to do our show Thursday night after no agenda, so we can stay overnight at the airport because I it's going to be a freaking Friday to fly yeah. to New York. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's where it gets hard because then you got some things that you just you you there's really no alternative. I mean, you, what are you going to drive twenty six hours to get to no, no, New York? No, no. I mean, it's just not possible. No, I mean, I if 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 you have six people, it be, it becomes reasonable to to rent. Do you something want to do small. it Thursday night, or do you want to do it Saturday morning like we're doing now? No, 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 day. because this is no Saturday is the actual internment. Oh, you're going to be gone. That's yeah, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm you know, you, the, the deal is we fly Friday. Uh, Christina, my daughter, yeah. is coming in from uh, from Holland, so we're supposed to oh, meet great. at the airport in uh, JFK. Hopefully, that'll work. You, you haven't seen her in like three years. No, right? no, <laughs> no. I, I was there for her birthday last year, but I can't go back now. Oh, I, that's I, right. I can't yeah. get into the country anymore um, because of uh, vaccination requirements. So she's coming, and then we're going to go into the city. We're going to see uh, uh, my stepdaughter, and then we're going to fly back to Texas. Christina's coming back to us, and uh, and then she'll stay for a few days, and then she goes back. So it's it's going to oh, be good. great. But and I'm going to be doing no agenda uh, from uh, from the road on that Sunday. But uh, Saturday is the actual you know blowing dust around stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I got uh, in in. Uh, by, by the way, I'm on one. I'm on one gig fiber now, 
So no uh, kidding. Yeah, man, we're stable. We're, we're <laughs> five nice. by five on the wire. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm 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 still basically dial up here in the hill country, but <laughs> well, you're uh, you're you're you saying that you were doing uh, no agenda from the road. I was like, oh crap, hotel Wi Fi. Yeah. All oh stuff. yeah, it's always fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. we'll do right, it so Thursday night. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, right. This was long but good update. I think we kind of caught up on stuff. Yeah, yeah glad bit. you're back and, uh, yes. not, you know, no right. worse for the wear. All right, man. I know you're working today, so have a good one. That kind of, All right, kind of see stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right, everybody. That's it for our board meeting, Podcasting 2.0. Join us again next Friday. We'll have it up for you on time. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. to podcasting 2.0 visit podcastindex.org for more information Go podcasting! a premium experience boost